0: Welcome to the Chelsea fancast fueled by Guinness powered by celery the show that loves a walk in the park but not perhaps the walk up the stairs at St James's Park for which we should be grateful that we didn't have to do but anyway anyway so it was on Saturday in fact as Chelsea breezed through St James's Park and came away with another win that took them to the top of the table albeit for only a couple of hours uh, now we could quibble about the fact that they could have been more clinical and put the match well beyond an ambitious Newcastle much earlier than they did. But given the rigours of international duty and the absence of Thiago Silva and Kai Havertz this week, uh, the, the, you know, this weekend, you know, because of all the international stuff, um, I would say that uh, the win up there was more than satisfactory and it was a very professional performance, I think. Uh, now, there is a sense that Chelsea have made a marked improvement on last season. But as ever... There will be bigger tests against better opposition. And then we'll know for certain whether Frank is moulding a title-winning side. We will indeed. Now, the uh, the uh, the title of tonight's show, really, with a, a doff of the hat to the wonderful Mark Worrell, who I first saw coin this expression, um, is, uh, and of course, a, a nod of the hat to ACDC, of course. We, in the, the title of the show is TNT, Their are dynamite. Chelsea fancast number 770 and of course the TNT refers to Timo and Tammy so there you go uh, there we go keep the blue flag flying high in north loves the title many people love the title so much so that other podcasts have uh, plagiarized it which of course I expect nothing less uh, anyway um on with the show actually no, I should introduce these chaps first I'm sorry I'm all over the place tonight I don't know why I've been working all day and I'm absolutely <coughs> All over the shop, uh, and I haven't even poured my Guinness yet. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to talk to Jonathan because I've just seen him wodge a huge. I don't know what he's put in his mouth. It's food, I hasten to add, before you start questioning. But uh, Jonathan, how the divil are you? <laughs> are you Are you auditioning for the Clangers?
1: <laughs> no, that was, that was more pot men than plants. It was, it was, it was. It, that was... Are you flopperdoggy? Are you, are you Um
2: You know, I, I've eaten nothing today, so I've just. Oh, bless! Decided that I just crammed something in my gob as well as some food. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yes,
2: yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yes, I just had a bit of a uh, bit of toast and fish, bit of fish. Um, but uh, lovely to be on the show with uh, with uh, such um, excellent guests. Terrific. Lovely to be be, be here very enjoyable thank you looking forward to it
0: good stuff always lovely to see you enjoyed seeing you on Friday that was fun had a good show on Friday uh, right uh, who else have we got well we have uh the, as I keep now I've got to get it right this time I've got it wrong the, the, the house housewives choice there you go there we go. There go I got it right for once there you go <laughs>
1: Clayton, Beerman. Clayton Beerman. how Clayton
0: the- you? I'm all right mate always lovely to see you we were saying a minute ago Thank you thank you yeah two weeks in a row we're spoiled mate we're spoiled, that was great yeah, great fun great fun last was. week wasn't it
1: it was yeah. it was very good it was it was nice to put some voices or some faces to the voices um, yeah that was good fun yeah it Enjoyed
0: it. we'll do another one of those i've got i'm, I'm hatching an evil plan actually uh, and I actually got admonished for doing so during the game by a certain Russ Saunders from the Melbourne Chelsea supporters group because Russ is always moaning at me, saying that whenever we do these Q&As, we never do them at a time where people in Oz can join in. So I said, well, why, why don't you tell me a good time to do it and we'll do one? And, and I said, well, the best thing of all is we can call it Chelsea Fancast goes down under. Very good. <laughs> Titter ye not. <nods. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I suspect it'll probably be in the morning on a weekend. You'd be up for that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. We could have beer in the morning. What a great excuse. <laughs> Not that we need one. Right, now, uh, Clayton, Jonathan, Obsey, and last, by no means least, the U- uber-gruppenführer of the Chelsea Instagram account, Mr. Dane Whittle. How are you, dear boy? Oh, yeah, really good. What a great time to be on a Chelsea podcast, you know.
3: Really good, really good form. Great time
0: to be on. Now, here's the thing, Dane. Um, I I was talking to my mother yesterday, who is, you know, as we know, the great sage of everything, and she was very interested in, in the football and how Chelsea were doing. And the thing that occurred to me was, and I said this to her, I said, it is, it's brilliant what's happening with Chelsea at the moment, apart from one thing. We're not there to see it. And I think it's such a shame when we're building such a brilliant side, playing great football, that mm. none of us are there, and it just really hit me. You know, I had a bit of a bit of a depression after that. Had to have yeah, another so drink.
3: I'm almost missing singer beer. Well, no,
0: maybe not, never, but... <laughs> never, 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 <laughs> well, never, never. Aren't two thousand allowed in? Isn't that well, the next thing? Yeah, but you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, who knows? You know, the government are so full of shit, aren't they? I mean, who knows whether it'll happen? But the reality is for me and i i'm just a bit peculiar like this I, for me it won't be the same until there's 42,000 of us in there um i you know I, I i i went to one or two matches at the bridge you know in 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 the in the 80s when we we had less than 10,000 but you know it's not an experience i'd really like to repeat to be honest but there you go so
2: you get a good echo too if you shout
0: yeah uh, it'd be a proper chelsea echo chamber wouldn't it
2: it comes right back at you
0: Ignore my clever joke. Go on. I don't care.
2: I didn't even get it. Did anybody else get it? (laughs) (laughs) No.
0: Okay. (laughs) Moving swiftly on. Moving (laughs) swiftly on then, you miserable lot. Right. Okay, what we got on the show tonight? Well, uh, we're going to, in part one, we're going to look at a good three points one and the blossoming strike force that is TNT, Tammy and Tino. Uh, We also praise the defence, who are keeping more clean sheets than a monastery. Uh, But is the real reason for this the resurgence of N'Golo Kante? Uh, in part two, we praise another powerful performance from Rhys James and ask, is complacency when Chelsea are dominant an issue? Uh, we analyse the improvement Chelsea have made this season in terms of points one and we ponder that the fixtures over the next six weeks could actually help define the season. Uh, in part three, we look ahead to Tuesday night's Champions League tie against Wren and uh, should Frank go all out To win, uh, to put qualification to bed, or should he look to rest some tired legs and minds? And we wrap up the show... As we always do, with some superb emails sent in by our loyal supporters for JK and myself to read out. Now, as ever, don't forget you can listen to the show live every Monday at 7 pm by going to Mixler, which is M I X L R dot com forward slash Chelsea hyphen fancast, where of course you can join in the chat in the chat room, as so many of you are already doing. There's so many. Who's in? Them? We've got Steve Moa, Adam Finnegan, Kepler, uh, Keep the Blue Flag Flying, Int North, English Dan. He doesn't like sing a beer. I don't like seeing a beer. Uh, and there we go. So we've got loads more people. If she don't come, there you go, loads of people. All our usual suspects are in there. Hopefully we'll uh, mention them sometime during the show. Andy Willis is in. We love Andy. Nick Lennardson. says, sorry for being late. Never apologise for being late on this show, mate. Otherwise we all would be. Now, after this short break, we're going to be talking about the Newcastle game. <laughs> right, welcome back. Uh, this is, of course, Stamford Chidge and uh, it's now time to talk about football uh, in anger. Uh, but not in anger this week, actually, because I think it was... It's, it's, it's. Dane was saying before, well, I, th- I think just as we went on air, really, that, you know, it's it's a good time to be a Chelsea fan at the moment and I I certainly concur with that view. Um, and, I mean, you know, it's interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying doing our little preview shows on a Friday, JK, and uh, it's quite it, it's quite nice that we can reflect back on what we said on Friday and you know, we all thought we'd win, obviously, but we were a bit kind of... We don't quite know because Silver was out, obviously. Havertz, we thought, might be out. And, of course, you know, a lot of them have played a lot of matches recently. And, I mean, it's a big topic at the moment. I mean, Klopp absolutely did his nut at Sky, which was hysterical, or BT. Um, but it's a real concern. So, you know, and our record up at Newcastle up Newcastle's not massively impressive, although I think that's a bit of a false stat because a lot of the games that we've lost up there you know, in fairly recent memory have been after we won the title. So I'm not, I'm not that, yeah, you know, stats and statistics and all of that. So, but I, I was really, I was really quite happy. I thought it was a really dominant performance. And I thought it was a professional performance, one that we might not have won a year or two ago.
2: I think with the memory of last year of being, having something like 29 shots and then losing in the 94th minute,
0: yeah.
2: um, uh, looming over us, I, I watched the whole thing with great trepidation. And I'm afraid that, um, um, far from uh, regarding it as the breeze that you mentioned, and the commentators mentioned uh, as being, you know, how easy it was, I spent most of the uh, most of the game on my seat as usual. Yeah, but you're, yeah, you're neurotic,
0: seat. so I'm I'm not surprised.
2: Does that but that does that mean I'm not qualified to put forward this view? You are,
0: but you are neurotic. <laughs>
2: Oh, Okay, I'm neurotic. I'm neurotic. I mean, okay, let me give you an example. It, look, it, it seems to be following exactly the same pattern as last year.
0: No, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give exactly. you a puff. Perf- Just wind yourself back to last Friday. Go, 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 go and on, I've me. never, I, I thought you had been, you'd been smoking a, a Nepalese temple ball. You were. I've never seen you so joyous and relaxed and optimistic. You were, you were i'm in love with this side love i love that. this side in, man I, it's I, all I, I so groovy it. man i love it i love and it. now you you're like Erotic, hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. mate
2: because i watched them for 90 minutes and I, <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought i can't bear this i can't bear it i mean um, and everybody's <laughs> been you, saying you oh should, you yeah like JK, yeah, well, you should well. watch
0: football drunk like I do. I mean, it's the, it's the best way, mate. You don't you don't get neurotic about it.
2: But it's like you're you saying, you know, without everybody's saying, you oh, know, great you're Werner and uh, and uh, and uh, and Tammy, yeah, brilliant, Tim and Tammy, great, oh, wonderful, wonderful. They they were uh, they, there was that dreadful moment when Werner went through and Abraham just sort of stood on the edge of the penalty area and watched this wonderful cross go no, through. No, he didn't. You thought, you thought, well, no, he made he, a run he, but didn't go for he it. He went enough. the wrong way. Oh is that what
0: it was. Well then why didn't he, he go to the he, back far post? He, he didn't go straight to the yeah he should have done you know he went straight saying, hang on me then it he, was hang on he 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 should i agree with you he should have gone he should have gone in a straight line to the back post and yeah. it would have been a tap in what he did yeah. what he did was he cut back inside so why because maybe he thought that he was going to put it more in the middle it's, well, you know, it, he made really, a choice. He made the well, wrong one. Yeah, but it, he made
2: completely the wrong choice. Yeah, yeah I agree. You know, it was, but also, well, okay. But you, you're, we're just following <laughs> your argument completely, aren't we here? You know, which is that they were great. And then Werner missed, missed two of the most bloody open goals. You know, I'm, I'm afraid my reaction was just unprintable. You know, it was just, you know, when he missed those goals, you go. Uh. I, mean, I have to say, I have to say the goal, the Werner-Abraham goal was completely brilliant. absolutely brilliant but why do we have to wait so far into the second half that my heart you know I'm hiding behind the sofa because I'm just thinking they're going to score some git and what happens is that bloke what's his name Longstaff who wouldn't ever play should be playing in the third division hits the bar and you think for God's sake what is the matter with you I mean, but all right. But with that aside, I'm sorry, guys. I'm apart from apart from apart from that. Apart from what, what have the Romans
0: that? ever done for us, apart man? Apart from all of that,
2: my, can I say first of all how, how how amusing your more clean sheets than a monastery was. Very
0: oh, amusing. I think I probably nicked that off Marco as well. To be
2: fair. Oh no, no, no. But anyway, apart from that, yeah, Rudiger looked looked excellent because he's obviously not panicking because of. Can I may say how he was pronounced? Mandy. Oh, pronounced I forgot it.
0: about that. What is that
2: Mondi rubbish? Well, that's how it's pronounced in, pronounced in French. Who says Ian Dark and Steve McMonamon? No, 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 I say. Sorry, forgive me, forgive me for, forgive me for speaking French. How Every, dare everybody,
0: everybody, Senegalese, mate.
2: Yeah, but what do they speak
0: over there? Pigeon French. Oh,
2: so they they say
0: Mendy over in Africa, mate?
2: Yeah, yeah, of course they do, George. Of course they do. I anyway, know. My dad movies, worked in movies, West yeah, you Africa. You were there, yeah. Okay. I movies. was kind
0: of there in spirit. Yeah, of course you were. Yeah, yeah. What <laughs> spirit would have been gin? I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna save you for a minute because yeah, you're on me. such a roll. I, I, I don't. I, I want to save some of your excellence for later, um, okay. Clayton. Um, you're, the, you're probably the least neurotic person I've ever met, and what a lovely counterfoil to the, his His Eminence Grease, the Eminence Grease that is J.K. Eminence Rouge, Eminence, Eminence Rouge. Rouge for, even,
1: but the, the point is that everything that J.K. says is right. Sadly. Well, not everything, um, surely. Not everything, <laughs> oh, but what no. he just said was absolutely right. I mean, any you can't tell me there wasn't one Chelsea fan who, as we missed chance after chance, was not just waiting for Newcastle to equalise. Do you know we what, Clayton? Completely... Yes.
0: I mean, you've seen my match notes. Those are written at the time. <laughs> so yes. I've laid it all out in black and white, so I've got no yeah. hiding place, right? Yeah. 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 I did say in the second half in capital letters, what did I say?
1: Uh, uh, I'll save you looking for (laughs) them. I'll save you looking for them. We need a second goal
0: in capital letters. Thankfully, the next thing that happened was that we scored one. Yeah.
1: No, listen. I. It it was a. It was a very good performance against a team who. I have now. um, There are two teams in the Premier League who are just so dull to watch, and one of them is Newcastle, and the other one is Arsenal. (laughs) They have no attacking ambition whatsoever. They are dreadful to watch. The last three times we've played them has just been absolutely ghastly. They're awful. They're absolutely awful. If I was a Newcastle fan, I'd be I'd be mortified. But the point was, we played against the same sort of crap side last year. Um, uh, last season, we lost. Yeah. So it was a vast improvement on on so many levels. Um, but yeah, I I just think. It's being a football fan, isn't it? It's just basically thinking we're missing so many chances. There's only one thing that's going to happen. Here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but thankfully, Timo put the burners on, and and Tammy scored. I mean, I with my my massive, massive footballing brain had basically been, um, I've been crying for Giroud to come on because I thought Tammy had a, a pretty poor game.
2: Yes. Up until that
1: point. Up until that point, I thought he'd had an average game. Absolutely, um, but match of the day basically said how fabulous he was, and everybody's been going mad about how great he was. So, you know, why have you got me on? I know nothing.
0: Well, I mean, I got you on because you know nothing, like all of us. That's what <laughs> we specialize in on the Chelsea fan cast. knowing nothing. I know less than Clayton. Well, probably, but I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't hold you to that, um, Dane. Um, I mean I think I think you know we've all made some very very I mean even I've fessed up to the fact that I was shitting a brick because we hadn't put that second one away and it it did have a bit of a sniff of oh my god we all know what's going to happen here but I think the reality is I think I mean and this is a really good point actually I'm kind of I'm going to I'm going to save that for part 2 actually because I think we can have a proper go at that they did they did take their foot off the gas and they, and they maybe got a bit complacent I think it was too easy for them and actually the stats bear that out I mean we were so dominant, and Newcastle had no ambition at all, really. Like the like the lovely chap Will we had on on Friday, oh, yeah, yeah. J.K. predicted. Yeah, he said the football yeah. they play is dire. I have to say, I, I, I'm I'm not. I mean, look, Timo. You know, he had one of those weird kind of manic games, up and down like a yo-yo. I mean, a few glaring misses and wrong decisions, and some brilliant efforts. And that 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 run he made to set up Tammy was absolutely worth the entrance fee alone even though we weren't there uh tammy i thought put it away brilliantly actually the proper striker's goal and he and he really and i i'm a big fan of this i think i think you know timo on the on the inside left channel and tammy up front is becoming a really good combination for us i'm i'm very happy with it and i'm particularly happy with tammy who I think has upped his game and taken it to a new level when a lot of us, me included, thought he might flounder a bit this year.
3: Yeah. they uh, With Timo, he, he we've seen it a couple of times now. We all miss an easy chance, but still it has a massive impact in the game. And that happened in the first half. He missed a couple of chances, but that burst was, was amazingly good, you know, and put, put it right into Tammy's feet. Uh Again, yeah, I sort of half agree with Jonathan. I think the difference between when Tammy and Timo are having quiet games, it's Timo's burst of pace that then gets you off your seat. But with Tammy, you know, there's not a lot that can get you off your seat until he scores a goal. Uh, he's he's like really 50-50 with making that right decision and and not. But that will come, you know. He's Even Frank said earlier, he said people forget how good he was, you know, six months of last season leading up to December. Will Timo still on the left wing. Christian comes back. Uh, that, that'll be a, a good, good, good decision for the Frank to have, and you know, I mean, to make you, you need choices. Uh, I think, yeah, like you said earlier, it's a professional game. It was hard to, especially for defence, it was hard to to establish who actually had a good game. You know, they wasn't put much under pressure. Zuma looked fairly solid, but. I started to worry, like you said, when they kept on mentioning Joel Linton has only got two goals in 40-odd games. Oh, I thought, oh, here we go.
1: Yeah.
3: I thought, here well, we what, go. What,
1: the, the thing that actually got me more worried than anything else was the fact that half-time, or just after half-time, out came the statistic that Newcastle hadn't won for about three centuries after oh, yeah. being a goal down at half-time. And it was like Chelsea, yeah, well, hold my beer. So it's just fatalism, isn't it? So it's the way people think. Right there, they didn't really come at us, experience. did they?
3: They they resulted to long shots and uh, they tried to press us a little bit in midfield, but we've never actually committing themselves. It's a weird setup. And even I, when we obviously scored fairly early on, I foretold, oh, okay, that's good, that's going to bring them onto us more. But they didn't. They didn't. ever really get out of whatever, whatever gear, whatever gear you want to say, Newcastle reverse. Yeah, and it, well, exactly, and that allowed us to stay in our sort of first or second gear, and maybe that's why we got a little bit complacent, a little bit lazy, because they just wasn't doing much. No,
0: they, weren't. they were They were really very, very average, and, and it's interesting, as I said, you know, we, we found this out from Will Blake from Talk of the Tune on Friday who who said as much. Um, Giroud did come on. Um, I think the irony is, JK, that if, if, if Frank is... is you know, set on play. I mean, as I said, I, I'm a big fan of this. I think it really, really does work. I think it helps to bring the others and the midfielders into the game having effectively two strikers. But, I mean, T- uh, Timo playing on the left, which is he, he likes to do, and he scored a lot of goals in Germany in that role. So this is not like a false position for him at all. I mean, the irony is, um, you know, that that setup with Rhys James and Ziyech and Chilwell in the side... You know, with the ability to put balls into the box, it would really suit Giroud, wouldn't it and I mean, he got a few minutes, but there's rumors that you know because he's not getting enough minutes that he he will he will be Ofski come January, which I think would be a huge shame but i I mean he would go with my blessing because he's good he, he's good enough to be starting at a lot of sides, isn't he
2: well I love him i think yeah. my, my affection for him has grown and grown, I think he's a great player um but uh he isn't really quick enough for if he's trying to play Tammy for his for that for the speed. The very fact that that goal was scored was that Tammy kept up with Werner. and you wonder whether Giroud. I know he's pretty pacey, but he's he's just sli- might have been slightly off the pace. He uh, uh, it's a it's a toss up, isn't it? I mean, I um, I don't know who to believe. I think. I think I read that Frank had said that actually he was keen on them. He understood the situation and would let him go. I don't know whether that was a, a so mis- no, the, the, the press conference
1: today for Wren, yeah. um, Frank said that he completely understood his frustration, but he really wants to keep him. Right. Well, in which case, I think
2: they'll, they'll attempt to do that. The thing about it also is immediately is that there's this belief that that if he's been selected anyway for France and he scores two goals, it's unlikely that he's going to be suddenly not picked for for the uh, for the France national team. If he keep, every time he does play, he scores, so regardless of whether he plays a lot for Chelsea, he's still going to be selected. Um, but I I I I um, I, I, I think also then won't be able to match his wages anywhere else. This is always one of the great advantages of playing for Chelsea is that. Uh, um, it, will he want to halve what he's getting uh, in the twilight of his career, knowing that all you need is an injury to somebody, and he's going to be in all the time? So uh, I, I, uh, I think the chances are of him going are not as not as obvious as being mooted in the press. It just seems to me when he doesn't play for a bit, and he, that two weeks of the uh, of the national, of the international window comes along those that story resurfaces and you just think oh can we not have that but also apparently now it's it's inter again you go hang on he was supposedly sold to inter um uh when was it in the uh, a year and a half ago wasn't it in the transfer window was it wasn't the last it was time. january last january, year. Was january yeah to such an extent that various people put pictures of him up here he is with his entourage at the Italian at um Italy, well, it was Rome Airport or something. And I remember posting none of these people is is Giroud. It's just a group of blokes in an airport lounge. Who, why are you saying this? But because that was the that was the story to such an extent that even Marco wrote a wrote a, an article about what a wonderful player he'd be. He'd been for the club. I mean, you know, everybody just gets on a bandwagon and it just goes it and anyway, it goes up to the gates and then somebody goes oh no actually nothing's happened and it's forced to turn round i I,
0: but... some, I heard something really interesting on uh, that's it's really actually you know because there are very few good shows on talk sport anymore but one of the good ones is the trans euro express with danny kelly and he gets some really top notch knowledgeable people about european football on and and they made a really good point that is that is because of the huge stress uh, and fatigue that players are under at the moment because of the amount of games if Giroud's not playing, he'll be one of the freshest at the uh, European championships next summer. So actually might do him some good. Yeah. Which I thought was a really interesting view.
2: And he'll be really fresh for coming on for us. Well, indeed. He might play him tomorrow night all the way through. I
1: was thinking he might play him tomorrow night as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? What
0: do you mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. Steve Moe says talk crap. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I've really gone off, off listening to talk sport. There are a few shows that I like listening to, but anyway, um, We ought to mention, I think, the other side of this equation, which is, you know, it was a 2-0 win. Uh, We've kept the unbeaten run going. Uh, And, of course, one of the key reasons behind that, of course, is another clean sheet. That's Mendy's seventh clean sheet in nine uh, appearances this season. And, of course, you know, we were a bit worried on Friday because we knew Silver wasn't going to be playing. Uh, But I don't think we really missed him. Although, to be fair, Clayton, he wasn't tested, was he? But I mean, look—the bottom line: solid defence is a foundation for title-winning sides. I'm delight—I am more delighted seeing us not concede clean sheets than I am really at the other end, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, and and it was quite interesting. The um, one one of the things—I mean, physically, he's similar to Czech, um, and one of the things that Czech used to do was. You know, he could, he literally could have had a deck chair some games. Um, and then five minutes to go, somebody, something happens and he has to make a save, which he does. And, and Mondi made a great save towards the end. I mean, he'd had literally nothing to do and he made a fantastic save right at the end. Keepers love clean sheets. So they're always going to try and, and preserve that. Um, yeah. I mean, we didn't, we basically didn't have. Um, too much pressure, to be perfectly honest. Um, but I just, as you say, it's just confidence. It, it, it keeps happening. It's not a coincidence. Uh, Rudiger stepped in, but Rudiger didn't really have that much to do. What I am noticing more and more, and I, I'm sure everybody else is, of how aggressive um, the Zoomer is in the air. And not just in our in our area, but towards the halfway line, anything that came up, he was there. It, I mean, it, he's obviously just upped his game massively. You should have scored,
2: Clayton, that header from the corner. You should have scored.
1: Should have scored. Should yeah. have scored, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, so, I, I, I you know, it is looking good. But you, we're about to come on to one of the main reasons well, as it, to why that our defence is looking so much better.
0: In, indeed. Good segue, Clayton. Yeah, I I, I think it's no coincidence um, that uh, we've been all... I mean, you know, we can't take it away from Mondi, Mendy. We'll just call him Eddie, shall we? we can't. You can't take it away from him because he's clearly made a fantastic difference. We know that Silva has made a huge difference. Um, I think the fact that Frank can, you know, on the whole, you know, play a consistent back five we we say it time and time again on this show you know if you're going to have consistency of selection it has to be the defense but for me none of this is any coincidence Dane without the a kind of going back like well, is it going back to his old role it's hard to say putting Kante at the base of the four three of th- the three of the four three three for me is what it's all about I'm just gonna read you this, this is from our mate a couple of things I'm going to read you, Dane. This is from our mate Kenroy, who's uh, in St. Lucia. Ain't that right, Kenroy? We love hearing from you. He, he whatsapped me. It's lovely to get WhatsApped by a Chelsea mate from St. Lucia. Isn't that fabulous? If only he could send me down a, a St. Lucia beer or a rum as well. At the same Can you time. ask
2: him, has he got a little Chelsea shirt for the Mona Monkey? The, what? The Mona Monkey. What's that? It's it's a Lucia. It's a it's a little monkey that you're supposed to go and see when you go up there on the well, one of the
0: peaks. Kenroy, you you heard what? Say it again louder. You were whispering. Uh, uh, whispering. Okay. Kenroy,
2: Kenroy, old chum, the Mona monkey. Have you got a Chelsea shirt for it,
0: okay. Let's there you like go. it. He'll he'll no doubt WhatsApp me in due course. Anyway, this is what he said. He says, Ngolo N- 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 Kanté's rank in the Premier League for tackles and interceptions, two thousand and fifteen, sixteen first 2016 17 second 2017 18 second 2018 19 20th 2019 20 51st 2020 21 he's first that's the first one this is what the great henry winter has to say about ngolo i do love henry doesn't have some things up well he said kante is such a special player such a team player spreads calm and security in front of Chelsea's defence, tackling, intercepting, covering, and then simple positive distribution. Outstanding. Again, in his best position. I think Henry has summed it up, and I think that's why we're looking much more solid, Dane.
3: Yeah, uh, it's it's interesting when people say his best position, his most successful seasons was in in actually a two within the league with Leicester with drinkwater and winning the league with us with uh, Matic. I think what people mean is him like sort of screening the defence because under C- Contient to an extent Frank last season gave him a little bit more luxury to roam. So I think just by him sitting there in the one, I think he did he did play a similar role for France. I think there was two above him. Uh, it just makes out the two in front of him Mason and Obviously, recently Kovacic, but before that Havertz, it, it just gives them so much freedom to show the quality of their play. He's got so much energy to to move from left to right. He can still, he does still get forward a lot. But he is, yeah, he, he can play that role because he's a world class player. He can play in the two. He can play in the one. As I said, you take a little bit away from him, I believe. When, you paid him in, in on the right of a free, which Conte and Frank did last season. But he's, he's a brilliant player. We shouldn't be surprised. You know, people were starting to write him off due to fitness and performances. But, you know, we just look so much better now with him sitting there and the two, whether it be Kovacic, Mount, Havertz, whoever, uh, ahead of him. Uh, yes, it looks so solid.
0: Yeah, totally. Clayton, I, I I would say he's back to his best. I mean, because the other, well, the other thing we have to factor in, I mean, that stat last year that he was 51st in terms of tackles and interceptions was mainly down to the fact that he hardly played, because he's been plagued by injuries for I'd say the last couple of seasons, year and a half certainly. Uh, and I think you know, I think this is another advantage of having Frank as a manager, somebody who played the game very, very recently. Perhaps he knows how to manage players through injury uh, a bit better than somebody who might have not played for 20, 30 years.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that um, obviously the, the injury concerns started during Sarri's season, and he was sort of, he, he played, I don't know how many or what percentage of games he played, um, but he, he was missing, and when he was playing, he was playing very far forward on the right-hand side, um, which wasn't sort of dreadful, but it, it, I don't think it helped the team um, as much as it does now. Um, and then he played in the Europa League final, when he was injured and he played in the super cup when he was injured. And in both those games, he was probably man of the match. And you have to think that the way he plays, he must've done so much damage to to his body by playing in those two games in the way that he plays. Um, that probably set him back massively, but obviously not playing very much last season he's had the rest that he needed and sort of the break for covid he's obviously back where he was now i i, I it's it's a really funny thing cuz 100% what damon says about he's been, he was brilliant in those years where he played in a in a two but there's always a general perception that he is this guy who breaks things up and sits in front of the back four and I think, I don't know whether it's because of the similarities with Makaleli, but I just think now he is doing that, but he's also, you know, he's going forward as well. He's, he's just a complete midfield player, to be perfectly honest. He's absolutely superb. He's well We are very, very lucky to have him.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think Kante back to his best fit, uh, with his football intelligence, his world class. he's still our best player, basically, JK. I think that's the reality. You know, that hasn't really... He's been our best player, apart from Hazard, for the last three... Well, since he's been with us.
2: I agree completely. I think when he's... Uh, um, we've we always been talking about it in terms of, right, we've got two world-class players, Kante and Hazard. That's what we used to say, yeah. didn't we? And they yeah. yeah. start up to it. Whereas um, uh, now... Uh, I reckon we've possibly got six.
0: Okay, who, so, are, who are they? Who are they again? Tell me who they are.
2: Um, Verna, uh, Pulisic when he's not got glass Achilles tendons. Um, uh, Silver, um, I left out. Um,
1: uh, Kante. Akante, yeah, yeah, the great <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. five.
2: One more. No, I thought I'd done six. Should we do six? it
0: again? Cante
2: yeah Werner can't, yeah Werner can't uh, yeah, yeah, yeah Ziesch, uh, Ziesch Pulisic yeah, Ziesch. Ziesch. Uh, and Havertz Havertz. Havertz I think Havertz is poten- potentially the- oh look stop you're deliberately winding me up here <laughs> everybody everybody at, at home he's picking five fingers up five fingers the like one we mentioned before who I we, haven't Silver. mentioned Silver Silver yeah just mentioned Six. Him again Six. Yeah, hooray can I just say something how about we how about we buy Hazard again Putting a bid no, for Hazard.
0: I think that ship sailed mate I, I think I, it has sailed I don't know know, need he, him.
2: Must be, he must be looking on now thinking Oops I've yeah. made a bit of a bad decision here
0: Well that's the way it goes isn't it
2: I know I know but I'm just thinking in terms of if you, you, When you watch Hazard score those wonderful goals You thought hang on if he was still in the squad Would he play him every time Well of course he would but then you just think They'd be absolutely world beaters it's the kind of signing, I think, that you've got to contemplate. I really would love that to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and and with Roman in this kind of mood, you just go, you know, hey. I mean, I I, I don't think we're going to get Rice, but um, uh, I just can't see that happening. Also, where would he go? He's so much more a midfield player.
1: Well, there yeah. was a great tweet, and I can't remember who it was, that basically said that if we buy Declan Rice, our best midfield is Kante Mounts. <laughs> Yeah. And habits. <laughs> well, very true.
0: Although I, I would I'm I'm in favour of buying rice because the reality is Kante's not going to go on forever. He's twenty nine now. You know, and you need you need to always be looking forward, always be looking to build. But
1: but surely the, the point is that we don't need to buy him this winter which is when I I think if we offload players we are still going to try and do I just don't think I think we should just wait. Well I I think
0: the bigger issue right which is that you you Mr Clayton Beam and you are the Segway King tonight you really are. Um okay. anybody anybody would have thought I send a, a script out with this or something but um no my my next point really is is that I I'm not utterly convinced that uh you know, Kante is free of the risk of injury. And given that, you know, the last few weeks he's back to his best, he's in the best position the put the position to get the the best out of him, he's now become absolutely crucial to the way the whole side works. We are again vulnerable if he's not playing. Or are we? I mean, who comes in? Who can play that role? Can Kovacic play that role? I'm not happy with Jorginho playing it. Not it just, Jorginho, no. no. It no. just changes, because that's what Frank's done in the past. He's put Jorginho in there, but he's just too slow, man. He's, we're too Boy. vulnerable with him there. But, 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 I think I'm going to read your mind, Dane. Billy Gilmore is a mere, I'd say, a few weeks away from fitness. Do you think Billy Gilmore could come and do that job?
3: Oh, yeah. He, uh, well, he can play there. It might be a bit of a risk with Pavot's Mount and him now but the way frank's the what i was going to say was the way people say we've got a big squad but we haven't got a big squad to the way frank wants to play since we've been successful in recent weeks and recent results it's been like 12 13 14 players if any other player comes in it sort of like mucks up the balance of how we want to play even if it is unfortunately and i don't like to say this dave you know reese in this team is amazing Dave is just good. Uh, Kante in this team is amazing. Jorginho would be good. You know, anyone else, to, he hasn't got a big squad to play the way he wants to play. So it is a bit of a, a, a worry. But I think Gilmore could easily come in. You know, his star performances last year, It was in, was in he was sitting in that sort of Kante role that Kante is playing now. But has he got enough protection? He likes to nick a ball. Is he? A, is he a big tackler? Well, you know, Kante tackles yeah. and nicks the ball.
0: I think he is. I think he. I think he. he he's, he's got a bit of Glaswegian about him. He's, he doesn't shy away from a tackle. I mean, he's quite slight, isn't he, and tiny. But then, then so is Conte. I mean, you know, he's not a big guy. So, well, you know, we shall see. I, I know for a fact that Frank Frank really rates him and loves him because uh, he was saying as much in some of his press utterances in the last week. Now, uh, we're going to move on to part two in a sec because we're going to. Go on to other issues such as the complacency uh, that we saw a bit of on on Saturday, um, as well as uh, the improvement between this season and last season. There's a, a wonderful bit of work. Some I should, I really, I really ought to bloody note down who does these tweets because it's really rude of me to kind of nick their info and not actually give them the due credit. And we're also going to look ahead to what's going on in the next kind of ten fixtures, all of which are quite tricky. But before we do that, um, a quick plug, as always, for ye old CFC UK fanzine. Um, the latest issue of which should all be landing on your doorsteps around now. I believe I haven't, I haven't received mine yet, um, but I know <clears throat> I know somebody has because Steve Jeffries was very sweet in saying he really liked my article about uh, the media gaslighting us. It was called "Fake Sports News." Uh, Clayton, I haven't obviously I've not read yours yet because mine
1: hasn't arrived. What did you write about? This is going to really, really shock you. Mondi, Mendy, Mondi, Mendy, Mindy. Mondi man, yes. Mondio man. I, my the title of my piece is Mending Our Defense. How oh, about that? Very Mending, Mending
0: Our Defense. Yeah, yeah. Right,
1: I wonder if he would, he you know, if, if
0: if if he went to another team, possibly in South America, he could win the, the Cooper Mondial. Very good. Now that we've it's changed
2: changed his name, um, should we not be singing a song for him, which should be Monday Monday.
0: Oh, very good. So good oh good for me. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's good. I do like that's that good. a lot. Uh anyway, back to CFC UK. Uh we've got a deadline imposed on us of the third of December, isn't that right, Clayton? when we have to come up with some other idea Um, but anyway you can still get it obviously you can't get it at the match but uh, you can get it digitally by subscribing online at cfcuk.net or you can pay £2 uh, for first class postal delivery and you can pay that by PayPal just email cfcuk at gate17.co.uk which is the same email for subscriptions get on it people right we'll be back after the break Fans, real
1: opinions.
2: I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to Chidge and the Boys on the Chelsea
1: Football Fancast. Total Nutters and Proper
2: Chelsea
0: Football, Football cast So, um, we're back. This is uh, Stanford Chidge, the Chelsea fan cast, TNT, their Dynamite, episode 770. And uh, I have with me, uh, I. you know what? I, I've just had this really weird thing that's gone into my, you know, you know they always say that the best, you know, the best comedians have fucked up shit in their head, JK. And I've yes. just had this mad thing that's gone through my head. Remember that, um, Don Estelle and Windsor Davies, eight and a half old mum, doing uh, "Whispering Grass." Whispering grass, yes. And I'm looking at you, and you, you're sitting there like a beetle in the grass, you know, "Whispering Grass" behind you. Yes. Would you be yeah. lofty, or would you be uh, Sergeant Major? Uh, what was his name?
2: Oh, I'd have to be lofty. I'd yes. have to sing it, and you'd have to make go up behind me and make um, insinuating yes. responses to my singing. Yes. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Windsor Davis. Oh, yeah. behind her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. You,
0: you you, lovely boys. You lovely boys. It's a great show. That very non-PC. It wouldn't be allowed be on television yeah. anymore. One of
2: the problems, of course, is um is um, uh, what's his name? Bates, Michael Bates. Um, Master Bates. Playing um playing the Indian character. Ranjit isn't allowed the punkawala Yeah, so that's yeah. why it's never been shown, and it will never be shown.
0: Yes, and he was uh, really funny too. Very funny, very funny, but.
1: And
2: funny, he was very good. A good actor, did it well. You know, he he was wonderful and in an Orton. I think he was in Loot. He played the inspector. Huge characters, and yet, you know, it was a different era. And you almost feel it should be shown. And and you put a a sticker up at the front saying, "This is a different era." You know, yeah, it's it's.
0: This know. program is just not funny anymore. I think that. Well, I'm not
2: sure whether it should say funny, but like that, it should possibly say different values. And if you're over 70,
0: it's hilarious. Yeah, people over seventy are basically racist. <laughs> so that's what we're saying. <laughs> we apologise for our racist elders. Yes, yes. They know not, no, they know not, they know, they know not what they do or <laughs> did. Anyway, we gotta move on. That's J.K. Uh, Remem- Remem- Remembrances from the theatre past. I mean, we should have a section of this every week. J.K. gets to remember a series, an episode, or something. from Could, the I, past. could
2: I speak in my slightly camp uh, theatrical voice? I then. thought you
0: already did. No doubt, thank you so much. (laughs) Anyway, other than, uh, you know, what's Camp Freddy there down on the bottom right, we've got uh, the lovely lovely Dane Whittle. Evening
3: everyone, pleasure to be
0: here. Always great to see you, Dane. Uh, Dane, of course, as you all know, looks after our Instagram account and he does a fabulous job because I still don't understand how to use it. One day, when we're allowed to actually see each other again, Dane can uh you know, talk talk me through it over a pint or three in the cock. But there you go. And talking of people who I miss having a pint or three in the cock with. Oh, we can
1: say talking of cock Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I'll, I'll tear him up, mate. I'll
0: tear him up. I have to be very careful how I said that. But yeah. Somebody who I miss seeing in the cock tavern every other week is the wonderful Clayton Beerman. Good evening. Good evening to you, sir. Right now. I think it's about time on the show that we give our kind of obligatory Reese James is a beast. He is phenomenal. He is a powerhouse. He gets better and better every game. I cannot speak loudly enough of the love I have for Reese bloody James. What a footballer, Jonathan.
2: Oh, well, I'm with you there, Chich. What a footballer. I'm with you completely. It um, Well, it solved the problem, hasn't it? Because we always used to despair of Dave's brilliance at defending and, and his application, and then he'd he'd put in a kind of really weedy cross that would always hit the first man or he'd cross it and it would go too far or he'd cross it and it would just go into the goalkeeper's arms. Whereas he's got what I kept asking for. I kept saying, you need two fullbacks who play like, um, Robertson and, uh, and Terence Trent, um, uh, why don't you stay, um, for Liverpool. And, um, and I think, uh, we we've, we've got their Chilwell is equally good on the left-hand side and, um, I'm. Uh, I think James is phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely great. Do you know? Lovely love, love to see his progress. Lovely to see the fact that he's applied himself. I really. Well,
0: like I, I was going to say. I had, a, I had a quick chat with uh, Mr. Cundy, Jason Cundy, yesterday, which is lovely to catch up with him. And we were talking about De Ute and uh, how absolutely delighted we are. And I think all of us fans are actually about how they've they've all they they keep raising their game, Dane. You know, I mean, I mean, for God's sake, James, Reece James is up against. Chelsea's captain an absolute stalwart of the club who's never let us down who he's one of those I always remember Jose used to talk about Paulo Ferreira mm. in the same kind of tones he was a 7 out of 10 player but that you need players like him Dave's the same and yet Reese James is there on merit and he's you know he's he's better frankly but they've all stepped up Tammy under all that competition he stepped Mount he stepped it's brilliant to see love it oh, yeah
3: yeah no it is Reeses oh, he's he's gone on to he's gone two notches i think i'm a bit disappointed in commentary i think it was is it Pierce who said when he threw when he threw a shift United player sort of to the ground he said oh that's creeping into his game now after getting sent off for England no he's not he's he's a solid aggressive defender hang on who who uh, said yeah, that? He, was it was it uh, I was watching match today highlights when we beat Sheffield United 4 1 and is it is it Pierce Stuart Pierce. Jonathan Pierce? No, uh, not Jonathan, Jonathan Pierce, yeah. Sorry, Jonathan Pierce, yeah. He said, Jonathan Pierce. Oh, that's creeping into his game now after being sent off. At well, England. Jonathan Pierce that's is a rubbish.
0: twat, so I'd ignore that. Yeah, no, that was rubbish.
3: He is the only thing that frustrates me about Reese James, it's not him, he's been in the first team squad now. This is the second season, he's still whipping those balls in. And we're still not always reading them. It's a big Tammy would have picked it up by now. Uh, Obviously, Werner's got to learn it. Obviously the new ones have it. Uh, But yeah, him and Zayech on, on the right as well. They're, they're forming a, wonderful combination them two. it's so 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 oh, his, his age as well wow we got he's a unit years of this he's an absolute
0: unit of- i mean it, it kind of worries me a, a bit clayton because th- he just doesn't take a step back i mean he never shirks a tackle and he and, and i mean you know he he clearly took a, a monstrous knock in the game on saturday and I thought, oh, hello, he's he's done himself here, and he and he kind of limped for a, a few minutes, shook it off, and he was straight back in. I mean, what a
1: play! I, lo- I, I love this kid. I love him, mate. Yeah, there's there's not really a lot not to love, to be honest. Um, I mean, just picking up on Dane's point, I I think that the reason why we're not getting on the, at the end of those crosses is because they're so good, they're so fast that. It, Basically, to, to have received those crosses, you'd have to probably be standing in an offside position. Um, yeah, he's, he's just great. Just absolutely great. I mean, it, it was... Uh, I, I sort of just hark back to the beginning of last season when Frank came in. And I, I said that, you know, when we talked about what what would, what would be the best thing we can achieve this season, and I said... I'd like to see about four or five of the youth players in the squad, and maybe one or two in the first team. Well, we've got three first team regulars now. I mean, just brilliant. And and you talked about Billy Gilmore. It, you know, he's not very far behind. And and sort of all the noises that are coming out at the moment of the about Tino Andri, that he's going to be the next cab on the rank, so to speak. It is so exciting. It really is. Um, that, that, it's it's hard to to know what to say about Reese. He's just he's such an exciting player. It really is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's right. a wonderful
1: moment
2: in the game where um, uh, the two Newcastle players are in front of him with the ball. And he overtook them both and just took the ball off him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember thinking, I remember thinking, oh, God, they're heading there in the cold." Uh, oh, he's just taking the ball
0: off he's him. He's just man. brilliant, isn't
3: he? I think he's the best uh, without... I know we've all got our blue tinted glasses on. But even recently, when he first got called up to England, he was only supposed to be there for... It was over either one game or one training session, but he pressed them so much but he ended up staying for the whole the whole three games uh yeah. yeah he's he's amazing amazing
0: brilliant brilliant um right okay something that wasn't brilliant and actually to be fair to frank i thought he gave a really very measured answer to this in the post match uh interview um you know he he admitted that uh you know that they were they were a bit complacent and and they let newcastle back into the game and and i think he was right that you know a better a better side Will punish you if and when you do that, but he also kind of balanced that out with with a very salient point, I think that you know, and I think I mean anybody who's ever played football at whatever level will know this as a truism when you are so 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 on top, you do drop off, you do get complacent, it becomes too easy. The trouble is at this level of the game that's when of course you can get punished, and he kind of basically said he said, "Look, he realizes that." But it is human nature and, and he just has to, to step on, you know, get onto them a bit and say, look, you cannot, you cannot step off this. You need to maintain that intensity because, as I said, Jonathan, a better team than Newcastle might have, might have punished us on Saturday.
2: Whenever I played football, Chidge, and we were, uh, uh, we were being dominated, um, uh, they might slacken off a bit,
0: but the score would be 8-0. Yeah, I'm the worst person in the world to talk about like this because Rockley Tigers, the legendary Rockley Tigers, who you've no doubt heard me heard uh, me mention, uh, they're great. No, they weren't actually. We were shit, absolutely shit. We used to get walloped twenty five nil quite regularly. Um, but I mean, we had we had two or three teams, and and, and you know, I would occasionally. You know, not get in the first team, and I'd play for the second team, and and it tended to be you know younger kids, and I was better than all of them, all right. But what would happen? Instead of me running riot and uh, dazzling everybody with my super superlative football skills, I actually I actually dropped to their level, and I think that's a really really it, it, psychologically it's a very interesting thing, and I think you know I I, I suspect that that's not. Actually, completely different from from the top level as well. You know, you I wonder whether it. it's
2: patterns, isn't it? I got the impression actually, because, because they were. Sorry, I got hang on
0: a minute jk Sorry, Dane. Oh, sorry, you didn't answer. You, no, no, you said I, he JK said, and then, and then,
2: know, ask, he, ask, ask he,
0: ask he, Hang on, he butted in. I just want to hear what he said, and then I'll go back to you. Ooh, okay. He's got oh, two. He made, yeah, you. Oh, sorry,
3: it went all swimming. Mean, no. The Americans thought that about David Beckham when he uh his level dropped, really, when he was in the MLS and his standard was just just like an, an OK footballer, then went back on loan to AC Milan and actually really yeah. raised his game again. So what you're the really footballers saying... footballers are known for that.
0: What you're saying, Don, is I am basically like David Beckham.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's just like <laughs> that. Yeah, no, I noticed the hair at the back. You're going for an old Beckham sort
0: of style as it's well. It's because I can't go to the barbers, mate. Yeah, yeah. it, I'm growing my hair, man. Sorry, right, J.K. I just wanted to hear what he had to say. That's all. I've forgotten. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Sorry, you Jonathan. You can't do this to me. <laughs> Sorry, Dane. Never. I'll, I'll never do that again because I could have. I could have guaranteed that that would happen. Bollocks. What we're talking what about? We're talking what we talking about? I don't know. I've forgotten about know. levels uh, dropping players, off.
1: Complacency. Yeah. Complacency. Yeah, players
3: getting complacent. And...
1: uh Still forgotten. <laughs> I, th- I think on on Saturday, Newcastle was so abject that oh, you yeah. he can't help but be <laughs> complacent. They he were so remembered. awful. Have you remember? I'll oh, shut up so you don't you know, do no, no, it, it was face. to
2: do with that. It was to do with being awful. What it was, I think, was because they spent all of the time being so deep, and they were just sort of they gave everybody so much space in midfield. When they actually then make a bit more of an effort, particularly in the last ten minutes of the first half. And the beginning of the second half, I think it disrupted everybody's, there was a kind of feeling, well, I can walk up with the ball and nobody's going to challenge me. Oh, they've challenged me. What do I do here? But yeah. I better make more of an effort. And I think that was it. almost as if they were patterns and they got sucked into the pattern a bit. But that's why, you know, I was completely filled with the willies for the whole of the game. I'm just thinking, come oh, bloody hell, come on. They're just, You know what will happen. But we're, we're just going around the circle again here. But, but it, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Clayton. You have a go now. That's all I wanted to say. No, no,
1: no. I, I, that's all I had to say. I, I couldn't blame them because there was. I mean, it was the fact we went. I mean, if we would have scored another couple of goals, and I, I probably, which we know. should have done. I have to say. Well, I think to, be, I think to be fair, that the Werner shot in the first couple of minutes was brilliantly saved. Tammy, good goalkeeper. Very good goalkeeper. Down. Oh, he's excellent. Yeah. T- yeah. Tammy yeah. should. Yeah. I think Tammy should have scored. From his header, but again, it was a brilliant save. The worst miss was the Werner one in the in the first half. I mean he had two awful yeah. misses. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's it's was, we're, Mason Mount's we're quickly quickly awful.
2: Mason Mount's mm, yeah. was, when he scuffed his yeah. Can I just say but we, we were two nil up
1: then, so it wasn't.
2: true. Mount again, what what did what did Frank say about Mount today? He said he's the best presser in the team. Uh, 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 in his presser, in Frank's presser. He gets forward pressing more than anybody else in the team and he loves him uh, if if only it was for that he loves him for that as well as his other skills and we have to see it's a complete bundle of energy Mal I
0: think he's the, heart, he's the heartbeat of the team oh,
2: he never stops running you just mm. have to watch him for a few moments just watch him and you think where's he been for a bit hang on he made that run he ran there he ran there he pressed him he did that and we've got so many different personalities in the side that are contributing to the success of it. I absolutely love it. Mm. I love it. But as you say, I mean, the thing with Werner, he will miss those two. And I'm going for fuck's sake. Fuck. it, just hit it. It's just a gold shoot. For fuck's sake. And then, you know that he'll come back and do something fantastic because he is brilliant. That he run, a, that it, run. Oh right. God wonderful yeah. it's that kind of thing you at the end of it i'm going
0: oh whoa. but you know jk it wasn't i mean the run was good enough i mean he started about 10 he yards outside. outside the penalty area it, exactly yeah. he started yeah. about 10 yards outside of our penalty area the run was lovely superb but that final ball oh i, I probably could have scored that the ball was so good pace, you know was so yeah. brilliant. and 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 tammy opened his body up beautifully opened his, his legs yeah. up beautiful oh
2: wonderful goal, but you can, you can almost forgive them. You can forgive them, but at the same time, you know that Werner's going to score a goal like that, because he is so good. I mean, I'll keep going on about this. I love watching these players. I love watching players
0: that Part, are... Apart from when they miss sitters.
2: No, well, of course, then you, that's when you go, for
0: fuck's sake! Fuck right, God. okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to calm you down, actually. I'm going to cheer you up as well, all right? That's a okay. promise, by the way, all right? Okay. Okay uh again i I wish i could remember who who did this on twitter and if you're listening i'm really sorry and i will work harder going forward to when i nick your tweets to remember who the bloody hell i've nicked it from but this is brilliant somebody's done an analysis um of uh you know points won and lost uh, in terms of the teams that we've played so far this season right so uh last season is first this season is second brighton away one point this season three points Liverpool at home. Last season, no points. This season, no points. Uh, Crystal Palace at home. Last season, three points. This season, three points. Southampton at home. Last season, nil point. This season, one point. Man United away. Last season, no points. This season, one point. Burnley away. Last season, three points. This season, three points. Sheffield United at home. Last season, one point. This season, three points. Newcastle away. Last season, no points. This season, three points. So, of the teams that we played, we are nine points better off this season than we were last season. Now, that really got me thinking a very dangerous thing, I hear you all saying, indeed. But, you know, we all know, we've all been watching this game long enough to know that league titles are quite often won on very fine margins, apart from when Liverpool romp home with 30-odd points to spare. But, you know... Look how different our season would have been last season had we, you know, been 9, 10, 15, 20 points better off. Look how different our season would have been had we had that ability to keep seven clean sheets in nine games. You know, these margins, Dane, really, really count. And I just thought that's fascinating that we're already up uh, on where we were last season in terms of who we played.
3: Yeah, yeah. Going back to what I said earlier, the worry is is if we have a few injuries. Now, I have no doubt that players can come in and do a job. Okay? They cannot do a job to the way Frank wants his team to play now. And as I said earlier, we have 12, 13, 14 players who play the way. If we can, it's, it's, it depends if they're all on the same page. Uh, but you're right. He It makes you think the whole of last season. I remember, I think I said in the review, that we don't even know if this is the way Frank wants to play because no transfer ban. Uh, certain players that they couldn't get rid of. So now I'm presuming we're seeing this is the way Frank wants to play. And it is, it is, it is, it's a thrill to watch. It could be potentially as it could be like one of my most favorite squads or 13, 14, 15 players, uh, favorite teams ever. And yeah, it's it's looking very, very positive. It, it's going to be a test coming up. I'm getting a bit ahead of myself and there's a few game hard games coming up, but you know, it's it's gonna be great to watch.
0: It is indeed. I mean what do you what do you reckon, Clayton? I mean I, I you know, I, I like to look at things like this and I do think this is a game of very fine margins and you know, for me that's what in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games, that's quite a difference.
1: Yeah, um I do think that, and I I sort of tweeted that after the game on on Saturday, you know, that this is what we lost there last year and we got three points, and however much you want to sort of Look at it, that, that those are those are the facts. Um, and Newcastle have beaten a couple of teams at home, um, albeit they've got spanked at home by by Man U. I think Wilson um, yeah. was
2: a thing, though. Late, I think Wilson not playing was actually quite something. I think he's. Yeah,
1: no, I, I do. But by the same token, I mean, what would he have done? His his midfield would basically camp yeah. on the eighteen yard line, so they wouldn't have got the ball to him. But yeah, no, it's yeah, it's, might ch- might it was ch- ch- to our advantage. Yeah, Chace absolutely. Ball, you
2: know,
1: but they didn't play any different last year, and we lost. So, mm-hmm.
3: right.
1: um But I think the 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 reality check is the fact that we have basically we've done very well but uh, I hate to say this because I don't want to sound like a sort of being down on it but we haven't really yeah. had a tough game. Well, we've I had mean, Liverpool
0: and United and we've come away with one point.
1: Yeah, but I'm just talking generally because not we we're, we're not we're talking about the the consecutive wins. But the point is that you build up momentum. And irrespective of beating a Man United or a Liverpool or a so-called top six side, we, last year we were losing to Newcastle. We were losing to Southampton. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it is good. Um, but And again, segue time.
0: Well, <laughs> indeed. Well, I was going to just kind of, I mean, you know, it'd be, I'll, I'll segue into it with J.K., but he's more than welcome to comment on what we've just been talking about. But I think just picking up on what I said for Clayton, J.K., I agree with him. I don't think we've had a massive test and actually, you know, I think we were unlucky against Liverpool. There has that has to be said, but we got beaten. Uh and, you know, we were unlucky against Man United and we came away with a point. But, you know, we've got a huge I think that the next couple of months could be season defining in true sky sports styley for Chelsea. And I'm just gonna read you who we got coming up, right? Got Ren tomorrow night. Shouldn't be a problem. We've got Spurs next Saturday at home. That's a biggie for all sorts of reasons, not least because they're doing quite well. Severe away. That that decides, you know, if we finish top of the group, doesn't it? Then we've got Leeds at home. Well, who knows which Leeds will turn up, but that's always a big match. Krasnodar easy. And then we've got a run of league games. We've got Everton away. Uh, This is before Christmas, by the way. Everton away, Wolves away, West Ham at home, and then Boxing Day, Arsenal away, and then Villa uh, at home, and then Man City at home, uh, which is the New Year's fixture, and then Leicester away. We've got some really tough matches coming up over the next two months. I think we will have a much clearer idea of where this side is come about January the 15th.
2: Well, I don't think we'll have a problem with any of them. LAUGHTER
0: well, okay, that's a mic that, that's a mic drop. Bye guys. <laughs> See you next week. No night. No. <laughs> I
2: don't. I'm just thinking about it. Yeah, I think we'll beat them. Yeah, but, but I mean I watched Everton yesterday against Fulham and they were dreadful in the second half. And by the way, can we just people have been saying, let's get RLC back. He scored a goal. He wasn't really he's not up to pace at the moment. He played much better with Lookman in the second half. And he is a very skillful player. It's not going to get in the side at the moment. Big fish, completely. small but, pond. Yeah, he's got to come up a, a few levels. But I have to say, I enjoyed watching him. Very, he's a very skillful player. Still doing the same problem. He's not running back hard enough. Um, but um, Everton uh, uh, all fell apart second half. Very interesting. Just watching him. they couldn't deal with the uh, just tweak in formation. And I think we'd be too strong for them. I looked at lo- lots of those sides. All right, we might drop a point. We might lose to one, one or two. I think we'll still be. Um, will be will be we'll get to the top of the division and we'll run away with it that's my view
0: <laughs> just, he's just he's fucking nuts there's no other way of putting it dane if we
2: play the proper team if we play the proper team if we're not stuck by injuries or he doesn't have because i honestly think I honestly i really think i've got this you know feeling in my water about them sorry dane i'll just finish this and i will give Dane was putting his, his
0: i know um, I, I i i clocked uh, it sorry, but I,
2: I i just i they they're so good it's such a good. They're such a good combination of players. You just got to get them. You know, they're beginning to work wonderfully. I can't. They, I look at them. And you think, yeah, Chilwell's great. Yeah, yeah. James is great. Yeah, Silver's fantastic. Sumers come up leaps and bounds. They're putting all the corners in. They're not suffering from the ridiculous business of the ball being being. You know, those those giving the foul away and everybody scores from it. If if it's it's the. The, Man- the only reason we lost points against Man United because he was in transition between trying to get the defence right, which he's done. So he didn't attack very much, and he wanted he wanted a result. Uh, and we it. didn't get a blatant penalty. And we didn't get a blatant penalty because of the <laughs> idiocy of the of the refs. So I, I don't I don't count that one. We lost to Liverpool too early on. Didn't have the side together. Some of the players didn't play. Almost irrelevant. This is now this is a side now that is beginning to look fantastic. And I'm it's gonna get better and better and better. I really think so. I really if as long as I don't have idiocy like Werner not scoring. But that was because <laughs> as you say Bad side, very complacent. They've got the ability now to unlock teams that, that that establish a block. They are that good. You've got the brilliance of of, of uh CH's crossing. You've got a um, uh, Pulisic to come back. You've got Tammy, hopefully on form. Um, I, I I can't not. I, I don't have a problem with any of these fixtures. I think we'll get results in nearly all of them. Dane.
3: Yeah, obviously, obviously, I was going. To, uh, Jonathan was right. Pulisic, I think, is back on. Frank said today he's, he could be in contention Saturday, probably on the bench. I remember back to last season when Frank you know found a way to play and we went on quite a long run as well, which was pretty similar to this. You know, again, with sign-ins, he, he's found a formation, he's found positions that are suiting all of our players. Uh, so hopefully everyone stays fit yeah. and then... Like you say, in January with no injuries, we can really judge this squad. Because as I said, all it takes is one or two, and the players that come in will muck up, he'll have to go back to playing the other way, which is not the way he's playing at the moment. Uh so hopefully everyone stays fit. You add in Havertz, who's missed a couple of games.
2: You're yeah, playing tomorrow think... night, I reckon. You'll play Havertz. Yeah,
3: I think he'll play. And you know, in January, like like you said, January the fifth, after all these results, everyone's fit. We'll be able to say, Well, I'll tell you what amazing this is, but this
2: won't he bring season. players in dane that are going to actually fit this pattern this pattern we has to now yeah, he has to if, if he
3: if he eventually gets rid of players and uh even clayton mentioned andrin uh, earlier he can you can see he's he's such an intelligent player he could play in this system uh the guys who have been injured you know but there's you worry about if we do get injuries the <laughs> other players coming in will muck up the balance but now when we sell players, the players that will he will be bringing in will hopefully be youth.
2: Well, there's you yeah, remember or, there's Gallagher, the the Wonderfully, Gallagher's doing wonderfully at West Brom. Well, he could
3: easily play the Havertz uh, mount role yeah. if he was to come in next season. But
0: yes, it's looking good, isn't it, Clayton? I'm going to give the final word to you. Kind of sum all this up, really. I mean. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen i love I love j k s optimism, but uh, that's a tough run of fixtures, and I think we also still have to factor in they are coming thick and fast. we don't quite know what the you know potential effect of this fatigue might be. I'm going to leave you with something quite bizarre I was listening as you know, I was listening to the trans Euro Express last night and and they, they were obviously it's very euro centric so they were talking about the Champions League and I can't remember it might be Andy Brassel actually, but he was saying. He said, you know, we might be better suited to have a crack at the Champions League this year, the way that we play. I thought, wow, that's a bit interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think that the point is that everybody has this this mental fixture list. I think Mike said it on a previous show, that the beginning of the season, where it was all the moaning, the bitching, and all the pathetic, frank out rubbish, you know, there was no pre-season. And, okay, there was no pre-season for anybody, but we had that one game against Brighton. And then it really was a question of getting the first bunch of fixtures out of the way, which is probably about half a dozen, maybe seven games, before the first international break. And that is basically what's happened after that international break. I mean, the turning point was the away game in... um, where was it? Was it Luda, Luda or what I want to say, where we went Probably to the cool. 4-3-3? Um, yeah, half time. We haven't looked back since then and there's, there was there a was slight frustration that we were we were playing brilliantly and then um, Havertz contracted Covid and we thought, well I thought it was going to perhaps slow us up but it didn't uh, and against Sheffield United we played brilliantly and um, so I, I think this season's a lottery. I really, really do. And I, I think anybody can win it. And why not us? I mean, we're, we, we've got pr- potentially the best sort of front line of, of anybody. Um, midfield's looking good. And, and bizarrely, for the first time in a long time, defence looking great. So yeah. why not?
0: Yeah, I think there's a there's a lot of sense to that. Um yeah, why not us indeed? I mean, I think it's, it's a very weird season this season, and I think that you can't deny that. And I mean, Liverpool look, you know, more vulnerable than they have for a while, although they're still relying on blatant, poor refereeing decisions to get their results for them, as I saw yesterday. Um, you know, Tottenham, I think next Saturday is going to be huge, actually. And I really, really hope, I mean, we'll talk about it next Friday, obviously, but I really hope we give them a damn good slapping and put them back in their, their place. <laughs>
1: But you but you know how it's just gonna be a tough game. He's he's gonna kick us. Um they're gonna press us. It's gonna be very, very difficult. But you know, you look at I watched the Tottenham Man City game and City are just toothless at the moment. It's well, extraordinary. There, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Absolutely yeah. extraordinary. Who's, who's refing the Spurs game?
2: Isn't it our friend? Um I don't know,
0: friend. mate. I don't know. Who,
1: who I don't the, know, but ho- hopefully it won't be
0: Mr. Coot. Who ref the cup final? Taylor.
1: Anthony Taylor.
0: Do you want me to, do you want me to find out? Oh, I no. Think it's Taylor. Talk not amongst in. yourselves. and I'll, yeah. It's Sunday, isn't it? Not uh, Saturday. Let's have a look. It might not be out yet, but you never know. Okay. Uh, no, it's not no. out yet.
2: Oh, OK. Good.
0: Anyway, right, we're going to move on. Uh, and we're going to talk, funnily enough, we, before we even get into the... Uh, uh, oh dear! They've they've everybody in Mixler's rumbled the fact I've been stuffing cashew nuts down my face. So there you go. <laughs> Sorry, people. Very unprofessional. Blah 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 blah.
2: I thought it was artichokes.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you're on drugs, mate, aren't you? Um, anyway, uh, where is, were is we? Can I get a break? Can I get a cup of tea? Yeah, you, you, you can go now if you want, as long as you're quiet about it. Uh, yeah, basically. Um, We will be talking about the Wren game next before we even get into the Spurs game. We're going to save that for Friday. But uh, before we do that, before we even do that, um, I feel like we should plug a few Chelsea books because it's kind of what I normally do around this time. There are three stellar uh, books out there for you all to buy. And when I say buy, I mean buy them now. Um, You will be doing yourself a huge disservice if you don't go and buy Let the Celery Decide by our mate Walter Otten. Uh, where waltz recounts his experiences of the champions league semi-final second leg against barcelona on the final in munich in 2012 absolutely stunning book Uh, i did an interview with walter about it a while ago you hopefully you would have heard that as well uh you can get that from gate 17 and amazon for seven pounds 95 and uh another one of our mates chelsea Chadder, uh has come out with the ultimate chelsea football club quiz book uh, and it's got 1,905 questions to test your knowledge on Chelsea and that's £6.95 uh, from uh, Amazon and you, all the usual places and last but by no means least the Tales of the Chelsea Unexpected by the legend that is Dave Johnson also known as At Only A Pound and one of my favourite people at Chelsea one of my oldest friends at Chelsea Neil Smithy Smith at Smithy East stand, and by the way it's Smithy's birthday today, uh, so happy Thursday, yeah, Neil. I've already texted him a happy birthday. Um, if he's listening to the podcast, uh, just from all, from all of us, really, mate, have a very happy birthday. We love you lots. Anyway, tells Chelsea Unexpected is the story of forty amazing Chelsea matches against thirty-one different teams and a series of outcomes, scores, and subsequent events that nobody could ever have predicted. So there you go. That's eight ninety-five. Uh, from Amazon. So there you go. We will be back after this break. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Up the Chelsea! Football Fancast. Right, welcome back, people. Welcome back. This is the Chelsea Fancast with me, Stanford Chidge. Him in, the uh, well, sporting a rather lovely uh, V-neck brown sweater, Mr. Clayton Beerman, the housewife's choice.
1: It's grey.
0: Is it grey? <laughs> it's grey. It's no way it's is brown. that grey. That is brown,
1: mate. It's grey.
0: Okay. Clayton, uh, Dane, Jonathan. Jonathan, Dane, what colour is his jumper? He, he's I thought a... it was
2: brown. Yeah, he's got... Can I just say he's got a beige filter on?
0: Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. It's turning the gray into brown because you look unbelievably suntanned, Clayton.
1: You look as if. Like <laughs> <you're> <laughs> into... Yeah, I've, I've, I've been on the beach, mate. Yeah. <laughs> not,
0: not, 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 in a, not in a Michael Bates way, I hasten to add. You know, so, what's the, what's the
2: color of your wallpaper? Gray. You see you the right? Right?
1: Looks, I think he's colorblind. It, mate. it looks brown. Yeah. No, it's not. It's because the light I've got on. There you go. You got a brown light.
0: Only the only the <laughs> only the best only the best chat on the Chelsea fancast. An argument as to whether Clayton's jumper so is brown or grey. There you, go. you introduce me, Chidge. Not yet. It. I'm waiting. You're you're oh, doing it okay. reverse order in part three. You should know I've this got, by now. Yeah,
2: I guess so, of course. Shut mean.
0: up, Dane is next. Dane, the Chelsea fancast Instagram supremo, and he is definitely wearing a grey t-shirt. Yeah, I've
3: got a grey t-shirt on this grey wallpaper. And uh, grey blind, actually.
0: Yes, but you are not grey, you are multicoloured, <laughs> mate. It's great to have you on the show, as always. Thank you. Last but by no means least, we have what colour am I, Chief? we have the star <laughs> of the Chelsea fan cast. Uh, you know, because it's not, it's not me. It's not my show. It's Jonathan Kidd's bloody show. Everybody knows that. He gets all the fan mail. I just get the abuse. Uh, but I can actually guarantee that he is wearing a grey sweatshirt, a Gap sweatshirt, in fact.
2: It's a hoodie, actually. Is it a
0: hoodie? Oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry. Down with a ute. He is down with a ute. All
2: right. I, it- I just found it so easy, just to, stuff that I would never wear. Nobody
0: ever sees me. Yeah. <laughs> You've been outed, mate. I've outed you. Good. about to be in my hoodie you're you're out of the fashion closet i should say very carefully anyway right okay it was brilliant to have them on I, i'm really enjoying it tonight it's always better when we win but it's always nice to catch up with this lot it really is and also with you lot too loads of people in mixler too many to name although i will name check andrew bailey who's an absolute legend uh down under in melbourne hope you're well mate good to see you in here right now uh tomorrow night the games are coming thick and fast, uh, but we've got Rena, uh tomorrow uh, down in French France. Uh, now, um, if only I could—I mean, I've done all this homework, but of course, I've managed to do it at a size that I can't even read. But I think the 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 wonderful preview that you get on uh, Flash uh, Football um, basically says that Rena rubbish. <laughs> that's the the considered <laughs> tactical technical tactical and technical write up was ren are rubbish but they they are actually they they've they they are on an appalling run of form i mean you know since we beat them 3-0 they've lost 3-0 away to psg and then they've lost 1-0 at home to bordeaux uh but they've lost four out of their last five they've only scored one goal uh and that was against brest so you know uh in comparison we've won our last five uh and we scored one two six nine uh 12 16 goals and let him one so i mean I, the reality is this is about as much of a banker you would have thought as you could possibly have and yet and yet this is <laughs> chelsea isn't it um i think the first thing first uh chaps uh you know, really is is what I mean he kinda gave a bit of an indication today in a sense, but you know, what side will he put out, Clayton? You know, should he should he put out a really strong side? Because, you know, we if we win this, then we're basically through. But we've obviously got to, I think, beat Sevilla too to make sure we're top of the group. Because remember what happened last year. We got bloody Bayern in the next round. So you kind of do need to win these Champions League groups. So should he put a really strong side out until we know we can finish top? Or do you think he has to, as he said he would actually, he has to take account of some tired minds and some tired legs?
1: Um... I think that he will do some rotation, um, but I don't necessarily think that it will terribly um, weaken the team. I I think there's a possibility that Giroud will um, start instead of Tammy. I think that Havertz will definitely play, um, but whether Havertz plays for perhaps Kante so that Kovacic moves back into the Kante role Um, and I think there's a possibility that Callum might start Um, so I don't necessarily think that it's going to weaken us Um, all those statistics that you just read out about how great we are and how shit they are, it's got two nils of them written all over, isn't
0: it? Yeah You think so, JK?
2: No, not really, no, I was just echoing um, you know, the (laughs) The pessimism of 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 what it's like to be a, a Chelsea fan. I think if we weren't as good a side, it would be like that. I just can't see it happening. Um, um, uh, I, I think you know, and if they can't miss the same things, the same goals that they missed against Newcastle, I don't think they will. I think that was just a blip. But I still, you know, I'm confident that he'll Werner will score regardless, even if he doesn't. He misses early on, but um, uh, no, they weren't bad when they played us the other day. I didn't think. Um, we were dealing with a team that looked in free fall, as you're saying that they are in the league. But um, I'm still confident that we'll come away with a win. I, I, I can't see it happening. I just think we're too strong for them.
0: I mean, the reality is, Dane, is that, you know, in in these, as we know, we've been doing this a long time, haven't we, Chelsea, in the Champions League. It's all about picking up the points, you know. And frankly, if it comes off Zuma's arse in the 93rd minute and we win 1-0, that's job done, far as I'm concerned.
3: Yeah, it's hard to judge, Ren because after that ridiculous sending off at the bridge, we didn't really, again, have to really get out of first or second gear. Uh, our Champions League run so far, Seville was one of those games under Frank, but we, we, we have, sparingly, uh, where it's, not a lot goes on. And then after the game, when it finishes, you just wonder what, what, what happened, what was the tactics, what was the you know, the thought process before the game because not a lot happened. So we've had in three games, we've had probably one good half when, when Frank changed the last game and went to, uh, to 4-3-3. I think like Clayton said, he could he can get away with making three, maybe four changes, not too much. And uh, we comfortably win, I think.
0: I think he'll put his strongest side out. That's what I, I like about was. Frank. You know Frank Lampard, he don't give a shit. You know he he he. Hang on a minute, he's going to put. I think he's going to put a strong side out. But I can hmm. see him. I can see him resting Chilwell. I can see him resting James. He's played a lot of games recently. Um, Cante's a good good question there. I think Havertz will definitely play. I think Mount will play because Mount always plays. I think Werner might get a rest because. You know, I don't think Pulis should be ready yet, but Werner will get a rest. Uh and then it's, five
3: then, potentially. Well so Ch-
0: Chilwell James. So maybe James will stay. Chilwell I think will get rested because I think he's worried he's nursing him, yeah. his back. Kante depends on whether he you know really you know, I mean he you know, Cante may be fit and fine, in which case play him. But if if not, then you know, we've got the whole Kovacic Jorginho conundrum, haven't we? Yeah, he can't. doesn't. He never rests, yeah. Mount, because Mount Mount's got boundless energy. Havertz will come in, so it could be it could be Mount Kovacic Havertz in midfield. I think he's desperate to give Timo a rest, because he was going to against Burnley until Pulisic broke down, and it, then it's a question of whether Tammy or Giroud starts, because you know I think Ziyech shall play. I think he's okay. So maybe maybe what he'll do is he'll go Hudson odoi Giroud Stroke, Tammy Zietch. Uh Mount Havertz, Kovacic possibly, um, and then you've got. I think he'll play Emerson, not Alonzo. I think Alonzo is on the permanent naughty step for that outburst recently. Mm-hmm. So and he's, I mean, he's, he's there with Tamori, I think. Well, we just don't know what's going on. I mean, we asked Ollie on Friday because you know Ollie Ollie's closer to it than we are, and, and Ollie's as, as stumped as everybody else seems to be. You know, as far as Ollie's concerned, nobody it's...
1: has the balls in a press conference to ask what the hell's going on. Yeah, well, should we should, think... we, should we should ask
0: Olivia Bazaglo, who, who, madly, in my opinion, bless her heart, goes out on Twitter and, and and gets feedback from her thousands of Twitter fans as to what she should ask in the press conference. So maybe we should just bombard Olivia, Olivia, and is it Olivia, Olivia, isn't it Olivier, Olivia, and yeah. say and say, Olivia, ask him about Tamori tomorrow. I think
3: we've just got to accept he's he's not. There's something that's gone on, and he's, you know, since Bournemouth away last season, we've hardly seen him. He he had a chance against Liverpool. He looked, he did okay, did well actually when he come on. Played the next game but we haven't seen him since when people are fit. So it's just.
0: Well, you know what? has gone on. You know, I said I had a chat with Jason about Cundy yesterday, which I did. Mm-hmm. We talked about it. He's as he's as much of a loss as we are, and Jace is pretty bloody close to the club. So you know, it's
3: one of Frank's men, Chidge, You know, he had him. He, he, him, and Mason knew Frank better than anyone. Had him all last season. He was, he was waxing lyrical when he signed that five-year contract. Frank, something's clearly gone on because he's not getting a look in. as I said, he had a brief couple of games this year. He looked good. As soon as everyone was fit again, they've come back. And even Rudiger, who was out of the picture, stepped stepped back above him. So. I don't know. We just got he's to a, accept. His, he's his... a very bright guy, isn't he?
2: Tomorrow, he's got degrees. Yeah, and... I think he's done He's done a degree. I'm sure he's doing a, yeah, degree. It's, I, it's I, a degree. I wonder whether he's um, he's having an existential crisis or something. Maybe, well is has he got a philosophy degree then? Well, I, I, indeed, I was wondering. Yes, maybe guy, he's got a PPE. He's got a, got a Sartrean problem, and he's worried about.
0: Maybe it. Frank's jealous because he's only got an A level in Latin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But
1: it, it isn't isn't the point that he was he was supposed to go out on loan, but but Tamori didn't. I mean, it was all agreed with West Ham, but Tamori didn't want to go. Um, and there just isn't a place for him at the moment. But I mean, you ask most Chelsea fans, and they would have Tamori ahead of Christensen and ahead of Rudiger.
2: Yeah, it's based on on not seeing him play, without any knowledge. In the end, isn't it? So. Well, then again, Christensen's well,
3: not been getting a look in, has he? Uh, yeah. I still think Tamari was our best defender last year. When, when Christensen was... has played, he's looked yeah. a bit off the pace.
2: Chid, can I disagree with you completely about the selection?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> of course you can, you silly you.
2: ass. Thank you. I think you'll play the same team he played at uh, the weekend.
1: Really? Mm. I do. I do. Uh, I'm
2: doing it mostly because you wouldn't let me come in earlier when I had a point. <laughs> 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 okay.
0: No, well, there's a lot of logic in that. Yeah, okay. Okay, then, smart ass. What's your prediction? Prediction? 3 1. 3 1 to yeah. Chelsea. Dane, what about you, mate? 3 0. 3 0. Clayton? 2 0. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Clayton. I think 2 0. I mean, I, I, I ha- think.
1: Go on. No, I was just going to say the the one thing that. We shouldn't underestimate. Is winning away in the Champions League is actually very difficult. Mm.
0: Totally agree. I totally agree. Although I do, th- I do think if you get early goals against against the, you know, I feel, I feel like I feel a Brian Clough moment coming. In. If you get early goals against these Johnny foreigners, you know, they they they, they give like up. It. They give up after ten minutes, don't they? <laughs> they don't like it unless up. unless they bribed the referee. There was a if, great if they bribe YouTube the referee, they can clip. come round to my house and paint
1: it. What did you see? This this uh, this wonderful guy James who posts all these old clips. Yeah, yeah, lovely um, bloke. Posted a um, Chelsea two Forest one um, from the late seventies, and there was a it was a picture of Clough, well uh, a shot of Clough, and he had his two sons on the bench, but they were they weren't like they were obviously Nigel and the other one. Um but it's not like they were substitutes, they were I've seen it, sort of, I've seen it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Couple of couple of kids, it was wonderful. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant.
0: All right. Um I was just gonna say really as a final point, I think for me, I mean we have to beat them, obviously, because you just gotta keep winning and you know, it's all about picking up points in the Champions League. I agree with Clayton, I think away matches are historically tougher. But for me it's all about the severe match, you know, because I think they'll win they'll beat uh, they'll beat Ren and they'll beat Krasnodar. And I think we're going to have to go there and get a result because we really got to finish top of the group because it makes such a flaming difference, you know. If you finish top of the group, then you, you know, you avoid your Barcelona's, your Real Madrids, you know, your Bayern Munich. You are
1: fourth and twelfth. I know, respectively. I,
0: no? I know, but you know, you you avoid the big dogs, and we need to do that because last year we came up against Bayern and. They are a different gravy to us, or they were last year. Anyway, enough of the football. Time for the emails, Jonathan.
2: Right. <laughs> oh, my God. I've suddenly got a terrible cough.
0: <laughs> Any time you're ready. <laughs> it's not that I've got anything better to do, you know.
2: <coughs> Dear Chidge and Kiddo, this is from Alex Davidson. Hello, Alex. Lovely to have you on. Thanks for another great live. Sorry. Thanks for another great live Q and A on Monday. Always great to see everyone chatting about Chelsea. Never gets old. I look forward to the next one. I like Ashley Simpson's question about players who never look right in a Chelsea shirt. I offer you these to debate: Andre Shevchenko. Mark Bosnich, Sean Wright Phillips, Scott Parker. Chris Sutton. Vinnie Jones. I would also like to publicly admit that I, for one, have been delightfully wrong about players who joined Chelsea after making a name for themselves elsewhere. I was definitely in the camp that thought, why do we need fat Frank? And was initially anti Cool. Did I learn my lesson? Of course not. Where is the fun in that? When Olivier Giroud was signed, all I could say is WTF, which is...
0: World Trade Foundation.
2: Exactly. Well done. (laughs) That reminds me. Marina never returned my email about my application to become director of football. Must be in her spam. I think it must be in her blood. As always, thanks to you and your regular honoured guests for making the Chelsea fancast must listening. Up the Chelsea, Alex. Good old Alex. Um, uh, Shevchenko, yeah, never looked right. I agree with that one. Bosnich. I thought Bosnich was very good. I, I liked Tarsic. Yeah, I think he was. He just started, I think, possibly allegedly taking too many drugs. Wright Phillips was just disastrous beyond belief, other than that moment where you'd think, oh God, it's gonna hit the That third. goal against West yeah.
0: Ham was something.
2: And the goal against, a goal against Spurs he scored as well yeah, was fabulous. Yeah. Um Scotty Parker, yeah, he looked okay, he didn't play badly, just didn't get many opportunities. That was in that was in Roman's um, I'll buy anybody any good phase. Yeah, that's a
3: Ranieri sign-in. That was Scott Parker, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, they were
0: still a... Well, we were, we were buying people to stop other yeah, clubs buying, buying them, weren't we? Exactly we just buying them, exactly.
3: January transfer windows. That, yeah, was, that was Sean
2: Wright-Phillips was at that was purchase another as one. well. Absolutely. Um, Sutton just, yeah, it was dreadful all the way
0: through. <laughs> I'm sorry, JK. I've got to read this out. This yeah, was yeah. from MHL Gate 14. Wright-Phillips was like a dog chasing a balloon. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, spot ball. on. Fantastic. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. His,
2: his one ploy appeared to be just to kick it as hard as he could and run after it.
1: But was. we bought him because Arsenal wanted him, didn't they? Yeah, So yeah. We bought him so yeah. they couldn't have him. Yeah,
3: I didn't mind Vinnie Jones. I thought he was a lot better of a footballer. You know what? I met him a few times while he was at Chelsea. He's a nice bloke. And I thought well, you saw more of his footballing ability at Chelsea, although he still liked to kick people. I'd swap Benny Jones for Clive Allen. I never got used to him in a Chelsea shirt. Oh,
0: no. Oh, yeah, haven't. no, no. Wonderful. I'm, I'm, uh, point of order. Point of order. Because oh. we, ha- we had this out last week. Clayton will remember this. The point was, I think, it wasn't players you turned up for us that you thought would be good but were shit. It was players who you associated with other clubs so strongly that it just seemed weird seeing them play for, for Chelsea. So, yeah, you that's know, Clive Fab-
3: Allen, he, yeah. Fabregas,
0: Petit, fa- Petit, Petit absolutely. Fabregas is another one. I said Bolo Zenden never took to mm. him at Chelsea. Always thought he was Liverpool player. Yossi Benayoun is another one. He can fuck yeah. right off. You know there 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 are there are a lot of players like that. And I thought that that's really what Ashley meant. Um, yeah, that's
3: why I saved Clive Allen. I think he only played about 16-18 Yeah, but game. he was
0: brilliant for us, Dane. He and then we got rid of him. Dane. Dane oh, he, he
3: might have been wonderful. good. Oh no, he was good. But I just, he, I just saw him as Tottenham. Yeah. You know, he, no, yeah. fair
0: enough. He you
3: know, just, I could never get. He just didn't. I didn't think he looked right in blue. See,
0: Graham Roberts is another blue. classic. Although he was good for us, you know. Oh, he was great. He hasn't got a lot to savour. No, about he's, us he's now. a shithead now. But I mean, he was he was great for us at the time. Anyway, uh, it's good. This is lovely. We could do a whole show on this. Maybe we should. I'd not... love
2: it. More people write in and say what they think yes. he says. This is really great fun, this one. I yes, love indeed.
0: It. Well, you know, keep him coming, people. Right, next one is from the lovely Mark Hannington, uh, who I have had beer in the Cock Tavern with many a time, actually, And he, even though he's, he's in New Zealand. But whenever he comes over, he lets me know. And we uh, have a pint on a natter. Always good to see him. Hope you're well, Mark. Uh, he says, hello all. On this week's Q&A show, JK was waxing his... No no it it wasn't no no I'll read that again
1: <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> on this week's Q and A,
0: this week's Q and A show, J.K. was waxing fondly, not fondling his no no. J.K. was waxing. You should mark. You should never write things which give me license to get all very carry on about it. But anyway, I'll read it again. On this week's Q and A show, J.K. was waxing fondly about his red, white, and green Chelsea scarf, amusing as to where the idea for these colours came from. The Chelsea website Colours in the Kit page helpfully solves the mystery as in 1972 manager Dave Sexton opted for red shirts, white shorts and green socks in homage to the famous hungry team of the 1950s. That was my favourite away kit perhaps of all time and I'd be delighted to go back to it. I too had a red, white and green scarf. My dad took me to the sports shop on Lavender Hill to buy it. If you could remind me of the name of that shop it'd be great. My Frank dad...
2: Blunston Sports, wasn't is, it? Is it Frank, Frank Blunston, Blunston Sports? Sports? thought it was, wasn't
0: it? In Lavender Hill? It
2: was something else, wasn't it? Then run by run by Frank. I thought it was run by Frank. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. I think it might have been called Lavender Hill Sports, but I... I... Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I've... Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere, I've actually got a a brochure from there because it's got loads of Pizza of Vanetti stuff in it, so I'll try and find that.
2: Mm. As we're being Mandy, should you not say a brochure? Oh? <laughs>
0: Anyway. I could, uh, I could say that, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so he says, my dad died last year, so I can no longer ask him. On on the topic of scarves, I was very fond of my Chelsea silk scarf. We used to tie them to our belt loops to further adorn our high-waisted flares. Oh, Super sweet. times. Yeah. Thanks for your continued commitment to the podcast cause. I'm still in New Zealand, so you are continuing to help us keep in touch. Uh, take care, people. Thanks, Mark Hannigan. Yeah, great to hear from you, Mark. Lovely blasts. I, I, You know, whenever I, I hear of silk scarves that were either tied to the wrist or the bell yeah. hoops and with big flares, Oxford bags, and I always think of the, the infamous battle at uh, White Hart Lane in 74 where it all kicked off and it looked like everybody was kung fu fighting. It was just nuts. Platform heels and flared trousers and silk scarves and very, very, very bad 1970s haircuts, which I'm currently trying to recreate, as uh, Jonathan pointed out earlier tonight. Yeah. You're next, mate.
1: Oh, oh what? what? Well, you're oh, on.
0: Yeah. Jonathan, you're on. You're on.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you have to say, Jonathan, you're off is what you do in, uh, in the theatre. Mr. Kid, you are off, and that means you're not on stage. Anyway, that's just a bit of you know, <laughs> Who knowledge. knew? Yeah, who knew? Yeah,
0: but yeah, you knew. are on stage.
1: <laughs> no. So you got it the wrong way round. <laughs> when you're off,
0: you're on. When you're on, you're <laughs> off. It's like <laughs> cricket. When you're oh, yeah. in, you're
2: out. When you're out, it's you're in. Very similar. Very similar. Um, uh, Adam Pisani. It's
3: not working for you, Jonathan. It's
1: not. <laughs> no. <laughs> it I tell was you what, working. you've got
0: it to really working. worry. You've got to worry when the newer recruits of the fan cast are coming out with the old gags.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And by, by the way, Jonathan, don't read the penultimate paragraph out. No, okay. don't. Oh, Fuck, yeah. don't.
0: Sorry. Oops. <laughs> uh-uh. Schoolboy error. Yeah.
2: I won't. No problem. I haven't looked at it yet. But um, and, um but Dane, uh, Dane's my publicist now. Adam, <laughs> <laughs> I listened to the podcast yesterday. I'm over the moon. I won Walter's book, even though he had your favourites. I don't take it personally. Uh, winky face. I've only been listening since the end of 2017-2018 season. Yes, I was lost in the Amazon rainforest. <laughs> But I have to say, the fancast has become a must-listen for me each week. It's given me a much-needed Chelsea fix through this year while we can't get to the games. As the premises of the book is the is uh, the premise of the book is the greatest moment in our beloved club's history. It's taken my thoughts back to the nineteenth of May, twenty twelve. I do now feel complied to share my Chelsea story, especially of the day of the CL win. It'll be slightly different to most diehard slash match-going Chelsea fans. I will read Walter's book for nostalgic reasons and I'll drop you another email once I've read it. You all do an amazing job on the fancast and I can only imagine the hours you must put into it. Hours and hours, Adam, hours. It's really appreciated, so thank you. My, my...
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope that... Let's, yeah, no,
2: I'm getting there, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. I was just reading it for, you know, Sam Ray lived. Oh, um, uh, Adam lives in Rickmansworth. Let's hope Let the Celery Decide isn't sitting on your shelf in a year's time like the last competition winner? Aha. Take care and thanks again, Adam.
0: Yes, I do my best. It's very difficult to go to the post office at the moment under the Covid restrictions. But I'll do my best to get it out to you, Adam. And I just wanted to say I'm sorry if I over egged the fact that I I seem to have some favourites. Uh, who were present in our Q and A last week? Who had all got the right answer? I mean, you know, obviously because they were in, I, I, it would have been lovely had they won it. But I'm, I'm just as delighted that you won it. Have no fear of that. So I'm, I, and I know you'll enjoy the book. So as I said, I'll do my best to get it out to you as quickly as I can. Right. This is from uh, somebody we heard from recently as well, Marco Delavelle. He says, "Good evening, everybody. Once again, I would like to say thank you for yet another fantastic podcast." and for the amazing work that you all put into the show. I wrote into to you a few weeks ago complaining about the calamitous goals that we conceded against Southampton and how open we were. My word, what a difference the performances have been over the last few weeks. I was particularly impressed with the defensive displays against Sevilla and Man United. The magic man Mendy has been superb. Thiago Silva has been such a calming influence on the entire back line. Reese James has improved so much that he's been able to keep Uh, Cesar Azpilicueta out of the side. Without a doubt Ben Chilwell is one of the best left backs in the league. Also Kurt Zouma has gained so much more confidence over the last few weeks that he finally looks like the central defender that we know he can be. Everything about us has been solid. This has allowed our front line to really go and express themselves. Another player that I feel has really improved over the last few weeks is Tammy Abraham. Last season, I felt that Tammy really struggled to hold the ball up at times, but this season, I feel that he's really worked on this part of his game and he's flourished in the 4-3-3 formation that we're playing in at the moment. Against Sheffield United, he held the ball up really, really well and linked up superbly with Ziyech, Werner and Mount. The way that Tammy played in that game reminded me of a certain Didier Drogba. That's high praise. In the way that he made the defenders' lives a nightmare for the entire match and he took his goal very nicely Indeed. A few weeks ago, I felt that we could possibly challenge for the title, but I had my doubts over the defence. However, I'm now feeling more confident in the team, and I truly believe that if we can keep up the performances over recent weeks, then we will certainly be there or thereabouts come May. I would like to ask everyone, who do you think has been our most improved player this season? I hope all of you stay safe and keep the blue flag flying high. Marco della. So, Clayton, I'll go with you first. Who has been our most improved player this season? Uh, Rhys James. Mm. I think that's a good shout. I think that's a good shout. Not Kurt Zouma? Possibly. Mm.
1: (laughs) that That sounded like a steamer. Did it? Did it? Yeah. Sorry about that.
2: that was
1: good. um I liked it. I liked it. No, I, yeah. I mean, Kurt has improved, but I, I, you would have to say that, that Reese has improved out of all recognition. To be honest,
0: I'd agree with that. Uh, Dane.
3: Yeah, I think regarding Zuma, I think we saw him reach levels before his injury that potentially wow. But with Reese and and Mason, we're. You know, we don't know how good they can get. So I think I'm with Clayton. And even though I think Mason has gone on to another level as well this season, I think Reese has gone up too.
0: Reese two two for Reese. You going to make it a hat trick, J.K. Yes, three nil Reese. Yes,
2: he's fantastically improved and brilliant. Yes,
0: I tell you what, it's really it's really hard to argue with that. Although I I, I will I will. I will put in a shout for Tammy Abraham. I really, really will. Because I think I mean, you know, every every position on the pitch isn't is, is, is not easy, obviously, but one of the hardest, if not the hardest, is the number nine role. And, you know, the criticism that we had of him last season was that while he was while he was capable of scoring goals, I mean he scored more goals, I think ten more goals than any other Chelsea player in the last kind of calendar year. But um you know there was that he looked like a player who still had a fair amount to learn in terms of that role and I have seen him improve immeasurably you know he looks a much more intelligent player he's improving he's learning he's getting better and I, I, I I'm just going to be different and I'm going to say Tammy but I mean I, I can't disagree with with any of you three for saying Rhys James I think his 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 improvement has just been immeasurable. I mean, he's been fantastic. But I'm, I'm personally going to go for Tammy because I think it's a very different role, a very difficult role. J, J.K.?
2: Can we ask a question then, in which case, who's gone downhill? Who hasn't come up to scratch? And similarly, who hasn't made any progress at all?
0: Well, hudson adore is the obvious. Yeah. But I think, I think again, there has. I think we have to have some mitigation with Callum because... You know, if, if Callum hadn't had that injury and was playing like this, then I'd say absolutely. But, you know, he is coming back from a really nasty injury physically and a very difficult one psychologically.
2: I think in this sense, the fact that Frank uses him as a substitute is actually indicative. He's obviously doing well in training. So you obviously have to go. And the way that things are going at the moment, I'm beginning to you know, trust the manager implicitly. So you yeah. just think, OK, there's something working here with him. But I think poorer who who is, is not performing up to their, their the standard of last year would obviously be Pulisic because he's been injured. No. But when he has he has come on, he's 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 just looked ten. Christensen, yeah, and uh, Christensen's another example gone yeah. backwards. Backwards, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. definitely. Hunderga um... actually looks to be slightly more, slightly less mad um, <laughs> in this environment. <laughs> To me, he's uh, there's a kind of Mad what, Tony they call him on the training. Cup pitch. Final, the cup final was an example <laughs> of idiocy, you know, just leaping about and missing people mm. and leaving people unmarked. Whereas now he appears to be uh, um, taken on the mantle of of Zuma appears to be you know, the 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 less headless chicken of the two as they were, but he's now. Uh, He's now his, his mentor to an extent. I think Zoom has come on leaps and bounds.
0: Yeah, so. I, th- I think he was worth a shout, which is why, why I why lobbed yeah. it in at, at Clayton there. Uh, sure. Now, we've got a bonus email, which I'm going to have to read out because it didn't make your script because it came in a bit a bit later. Uh, and it's from the wonderful Nana Yeboah, who we heard from last week, if you remember. Yes. Yes, yeah. from uh, Ghana, I believe. Love it, love it. Yes, I could be wrong. Uh, but he says... Uh, I'm presuming it's a he. I mean, it, might be, it might be a, la- a lady. Uh, maybe you could let us know. I'm presuming you're a Blake. Anyway. Hello, fancasters. Hope you're doing well. I hope you're all doing well. In such exciting times to be a Chelsea fan, as we see our beloved Chelsea go from strength to strength, What did you all think about Rudiger's general performance on Saturday? I think he slotted in quite well for Silva. I think our defence is finding the solidity it needs that we may be able to rotate the likes of Christensen and Tomori into the fold in the near future without making it too terrible, as it was some time ago. Finally, what do you think of people saying we've beaten teams we're supposed to be anyway, and so it's too early to think about a title challenge? I think you can only beat what's in front of you. Thanks for the good job you're doing. So what do you reckon, Dane? Uh, Rüdiger, we kind of talked about a fair bit. I think he did all right, didn't he? Let's be yeah, fair. He,
3: yeah, he did. He wasn't tested, but, you know, he could have easily come in, made a mistake, and we'd all been slagging him off. He doesn't move out of defence like Thiago Silva does, which, which is a massive bonus when he's in the team. He, he, he can start the play. He, you could tell he's really thinking about not giving the ball away. Uh, yeah, but, you know, as you say, he can only perform against who he's put up against. Didn't do anything wrong. It yeah. wasn't tested, but he he could have made didn't make many mistakes. And
0: I think yeah. he did well. And uh, what was his other question? I think we we kind of addressed that earlier on too, didn't we, really, Clayton? About you know we we're actually you know we we've not done well against Newcastle recently. We're usually expected to beat them. We did. Uh, Burnley, I think you know everybody thought, oh you know, but we beat them quite handsomely. Uh, Sheffield United. I mean, I think we are doing better against teams that we do slip up against. and I. But I agree with Nano. I mean, you can only beat what's in front of you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I sort of said earlier that we haven't really been tested to any great degree. But um, in previous years or previous seasons, we have lost two teams that we should have beaten. And no doubt in seasons to come, we will. Um, it's a mad season. And... Um, We've shown consistency, which a lot of teams haven't. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, it's very encouraging. Mm. Very encouraging. So
0: there you go, JK. Um, what was the question? What's the what's <laughs> the square root of what's the square root of seven thousand two hundred and three? Are you on or, right or are you off? Uh, to t- t- uh three
2: hundred and. 90. How many chucks
0: can a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Three. Exactly. There you go. Um, we've answered all the questions. There wasn't really anything
2: I know. Answer, I, so... know I know. I got a bit
0: tired,
1: though. I You're know.
2: right.
0: Bless you. Well, it's time to go. Time to go home. Time oh, to go home. Andy gorgeous. and Teddy are time waving to go. goodbye. They are waving goodbye. 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 <laughs> we are so showing our age if we know that one. <laughs> uh, so, JK, also known as Andy Pandy... Uh, it is time to to, time to say goodbye, sadly. I mean, that is all we've got time for this week. Uh, now, uh, JK and you, me, myself and I, will be joined by the legend that is Mark Meehan, uh this Friday uh, for uh, the preview show. at 7 o'clock, people. Now, listen, right? There's no excuse. You can't go out on the piss to the pub on a Friday night. There was no excuse for you not to join us in Mixola. We get far more people on a Monday because I've trained you, trained you well. To get here on a Monday at seven, so it's a good
2: get, show, everybody. It's, it's a good show. It's
0: way better than this one, isn't it?
2: Better. Yeah. It's briefer and Chidge gets in always gets in a fantastic guest um, from a, the op- opposition view. Really brilliant every every week. Brilliant, absolutely. Yeah, worth
0: well, I'm, I'm hoping to get Ricky Ricky Sachs from the uh, last word yeah, on Spurs. he's great. He's great. But yeah. he, he does talk like you know for England, so you know we have to shut him up and pull the plug on him. But hopefully we will. I haven't phoned him yet. But anyway, yeah. So join us uh, on Friday at 7 o'clock in Mixter for a look ahead to the Spurs game for our preview show. Um, and then next Monday, JK and I will be joined by Dan Silva and Alex Churchill for the usual Monday Night Fancast. And we're going to obviously be looking back at the Spurs match and ahead to the crucial Champions League match against Sevilla. Now, as you may or may not be aware, um, there's a new podcast out on uh, the Chelsea Fancast platform. That uh, which that has the massive advantage that neither Jonathan or I are on it. So that that would make it essential listening, I would have thought. Um, but it's called uh, Went to Mow Kings Meadow uh, by our very own Dean Mears and the lovely Jane Chappell as they discuss the Chelsea women's team. Uh, and in a, as I said, in a podcast that we distribute on Chelsea FanCast. Now that comes out on a Tuesday evening. Uh, it got a lot of love last week, so continue to give it love. It's very, very good effort on Dean's part. Uh, and it, and this podcast, and the Friday one, all available on uh Acast, Apple SoundCloud, and Spotify, as well as all the other podcast distributors, and uh, talking of which, you can uh, find Chelsea FanCast, and lots of other Chelsea podcasts, on the CFC Blues app, as they so eloquently announce here. Now, Dane, I remember earlier on, you said to me you had an Instagram message.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, let me get it up, <laughs> the, the message.
0: wait wait, wait.
3: First of all, I'd like to thank everyone who's interacted, liked, or spoke to me on Instagram. We went past 1,000 followers Whee-hoo-hoo. a couple of weeks ago, which was, uh, which was a nice, very nice. i got a message from Johnny Mattock, who lives in California. He's a friend of the show, and he has we've been in contact a few times. He collects uh, seats from, you know, seats from sports stadiums if you look at his instagram page he will usually show a seat from a famous sports stadium usually in america and he's after if i can find a miss i think he's after a seat from the west end which does come up on ebay every now and again and he's interested in in purchasing one and he put a plea out if if i knew of anyone i asked you and you said obviously you remembered some people over the years saying they owned one but you can't remember who so if no anyone has got an old West Stand seat uh you know tarted up and which they might be interested in selling, then obviously you either get in contact with Chidge or me for Instagram and then we can put you onto Johnny Mattock who obviously collects these uh retro stadium seats. Lovely. He's got some great- you can have my
1: current seat in the Matthew Harding upper. I'm not <laughs> using it at the
3: moment. <laughs> yeah,
0: neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> Very fair point. Well, well done, Dane. Thanks for that. And well done for everything you do on the Instagram page at Chelsea right, Fancast. So you. go and interact with us on there. Dane does a great job. Some really lovely content that goes up there. If only I could understand how it all worked. Now, um, don't forget, of course, Patreon. We've had a few new Patreon sign-ups this week. Uh, I won't I won't name you because, you know, you might not want to be named. Um, but I know who you are. And uh, massive thanks to you. And uh, hopefully I'll be getting a signed Kerry Dixon mini banner on, on its way to you soon. Um, also, of course... Uh, if you do sign up to Patreon, as well as getting a Kerry banner, uh, you can also join our Discord group, which is populated by Patreons and people who are in the Premier League Predictions League that me and Jonathan and Dane are all in, and me and Jonathan and Dane are doing terribly. Uh, so there you go. Next year, if you if you haven't joined this year, join next year, because you, you're bound to do better than we all are, that's for sure. But anyway, if you want to join Patreon, there's no pressure. I mean, join it, don't join it uh pay as little or as much as you want it all helps it helps me to cover the cost of doing the show and and i greatly appreciate it and we do try and interact with you and uh you know it's a good way to keep in touch as well obviously have a bit of a chat so there you go uh patreon.com forward slash chelsea fancast no tears or anything like that you know what you see is what you get it's not not all the other stuff where you have levels and I, i saw alex goldberg's video today and I, I i my head was exploding when he was describing what you could get for all the diff- i don't know how he does it but I, I that's why i don't do it because my brain is small pay what you want you don't get anything for it it's pretty simple really isn't it <laughs> yes. what a great sales bitch <laughs> but there you go anyway we do appreciate it so thank you and of course uh for the emails uh in off the post as we like to call them if you want to send one and get it read out by us it can be an email, a Patreon message, an Instagram tweet, anything, really. Just get a hold of us and we'll, we'll let you uh, we'll let it let it be read out on the show. Uh, the email address is chelseafancast at gmail.com, as it always has been. chelseafancast at gmail.com. Right. You can follow the show on Twitter at chelseafancast, me at Stanford Chidge, Jonathan at Jonathan Kidd, Clayton at Goldie59, Dane at Wit 9 uh, So there you go. That's it, folks. Time to go home. Jonathan, did you want to say something? You put your hand up.
2: Uh, I did earlier, but the moment has passed, as oh. it has a lot this evening. so Sorry,
0: say. I denied you.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Never mind. Uh,
0: so I'm so sorry. It's okay, I understand.
2: You you, you know, you, you've got a lot to say.
3: Meow! So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll say goodbye to you last, but then I always do. Clayton, absolute delight to see you, always is, my friend. Uh, God, it's i has been
1: great. Really enjoyed it.
0: I can't wait till I can see you in a bloody pub and have a pint or three, mate. It's dear, my oh. Sweden. It really
1: is. Well, fingers crossed it won't be too much longer.
0: Yeah, let's hope so, mate. Anyway, you stay safe. Really lovely to see you. Uh, thanks to the long-suffering Ange for letting you stay out to play with us, of course. Uh, uh, Dane, brilliant. Well, I just feel like I haven't seen you for ages, so it's really lovely to see you. Well done tonight. Really enjoyed it.
3: Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's lovely seeing you all. And like Clayton said, you know, I am missing Stamford Bridge terribly, <sighs> hopefully. Hopefully it won't be too long till we can uh smell the Grot burgers and uh <laughs> the horses love the pitch and yeah, the horse shit and and have a couple of Guinnesses
0: together. Yeah, definitely can't wait, mate. Mr. Kidd. Hello. Last
2: it'll be b- interesting to see what'll happen if last but not not least, it'll be interesting to <laughs> see what happens if of the two thousand of the two thousand people who uh or get access to the bridge if it happens. Who's gonna? Who are they gonna let in? Will it just be all the uh, all the directors' box? What will it be? It just intriguing. There How is, they, they have got a system. Lot, the lottery. They've
0: got. No, a there is a system because I've been privy to it being on the Chelsea Sports Trust. So I can't. Uh, I couldn't possibly reveal it here, but I know that there was a plan and a system. Uh, Sending
2: two hundred quid. Huh? Send in two hundred quid. That. Kind well, of I was system.
0: thinking actually, if if they normally have forty thousand of us there, and it costs us fifty quid. If they can only have two thousand of us there, what would be the pro rata fee? Who's good at maths? That's a, that could be five, a quiz question. Five
1: grand, five grand each.
0: So almost as much as your ticket, J.K. <laughs> yeah, it's a snip.
1: I'm, I'm there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that happy note, look at him—he's giggling his head off. <laughs> bless him. Uh, it's been brilliant fun tonight. Really, really enjoyed it. Love seeing these guys. I always do. It's been lovely to see so many of you in Mixler as always. Really enjoy. Seeing your comments. You all stay safe out there this week. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Until then, keep it blue, keep it careful, keep it Chelsea. Up to Chelsea! Up
2: to Chelsea! Hi, hier ist Flo vom Sprechstunde-Podcast. Bei uns findet ihr sämtliche Themen, die die Welt bewegen. Dieser fantastische Podcast hier wird ihr präsentiert
3: von Nike. Nike hat sich mit der aktuellen Find Your Fast-Kampagne in den Kopf gesetzt, genau dich noch schneller zu machen, noch ausdauernder, noch sicherer. Mit Find Your Fast ist die Zeit für einfach nur irgendwelche Laufschuhe endgültig vorbei. Du bist schließlich auch nicht einfach nur irgendein Sportler. Lass dich von Nike unterstützen und mach zukünftig jeden Lauf zu genau
2: deinem besten Lauf.